0: Rando, I finna slam dunk. Get big on your fake pumps. App up in the fake park. It's fit for the pump fake. Got I'm talking like first take. Get it right on the first tape. Hit the hole in the first. Take. Facts. I'm a, I'm gonna need another one now. Oh, go ahead, bro. Twist tops though, right? Nope. We ain't got no bottle opener here. You got a lighter?
1: <sighs> nope. Yeah. I always got a cigar lighter. Don't judge me, but I use what my ti yeah.
0: see you do that shit. Yikes. Yikes!
1: Yeah, bro. Yikes. Savage, bro. My bad. Well, I'm real. I'm real vain uh,
0: about my skin and my teeth. You know what I mean? I get, I get a bump. Don't let me get a bump. I'm, I'm freaking out. Oh, nigga, think you got herpes? Oh no, I don't get no bumps around my lips. <laughs> Yo, yeah. You talking about bumps on the I'm face? I'm just talking about bumps on the face. Oh yeah, okay, <laughs> okay. I used to see those niggas, though, in high school. And, you know, they used to... cut Not even high school, middle school, when they used to have a rag on their, yeah. on their face and shit.
1: But, those, but, see, those be cold sores. Don't nobody be fucking in middle school yeah, and high that, school like that. that. That's a, I that, mean, I was, but...
0: That, that's a. That's the cousin of herpes. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't a, never had no cousin. bump in
1: your lip before, though?
0: Never. never. I have, dog. Yeah. I had one, on like, corner? not on... Yeah, but, like, right up under. Oh, like, I mean, yeah, like this yeah. right here. But it comes from shaving for me, because I don't use... Yeah, that's you where I got it mean? from.
1: Because, um... I had I, I had long hair all my life, so you know how that shit goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got now. Oh,
2: not
0: I got one I got like this bump that just came in. I stayed up too late last night. And when I stay up too late, I break out. And so I got one of my on my forehead, but it come from my hair swinging and all of that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. yeah. Bro, I talked about you <laughs> on one of my pods about
1: that you was just talking about I was thinking about it. My nigga uh actually it come out tomorrow. I'm tripping. My nigga Big King Said he been uh, listening and watching Kevin Gates interviews and shit like that lately. Mm -hmm. And I told that nigga, I said, I hate earthy gangster niggas. That shit is annoying. Either be a gangster nigga or be an earthy nigga. Yeah, yeah. And that nigga was like, Slim, that's ignorant as fuck. That's like saying, nigga, either go to jail or be a full-fledged earthy nigga. And I said, I mean, that's kind of what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I told him, I was like, so in that case... Either you gonna be NBA young boy, are you gonna be Trues? Oh yeah, there's <laughs> yeah,
0: no, it's no in between. Nah, you know there's right? no in between. shouldn't be no in between. And he
1: was actually he was like, so so how was Trues? I said, nigga, that's the earthy nigga, bro. Yeah. And I said, and if you meet brother B, that's like earthy nigga Super Saiyan four. Yeah, yeah. You know we both Trues still him. at like two. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. No facts. Every <laughs> when people come into the industry, they always think that I'm his son. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They look they look at me and they look at him and they be like, Is that your dad? And I'm like, Let me turn his mic. I guess. My so. bad, bro. Nah, you good. You no know, niggas be in the goddamn studio fucking shit up and shit. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. Cool. Good. We great. Yeah. Right. But um, yeah, bro You and Brother B do look just alike, bro. Yeah, that's cool. Like, y'all don't look alike. It's just like you can tell y'all on the same type of time. Yeah. Like I told Big Keen I was like being earthy is like a religion, bro. I feel like talking today too, I don't know if you can tell. You said what? I feel like talking, I'm a little hyper.
0: No, yeah, you are. But it's cool, <laughs> we get, going to talk. As long as, get, as long as we talk about some album shit, I, we talk about it. Oh, yeah, and, uh, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. You know we getting in that. Yeah. Another episode of Sit Down with Slim though, man. As y'all see, reoccurring guests, my dog, Trues in the house, man. Trues, Trues, true's. Happy to have you, bro. You know, uh, they still saying, um, uh, I be, I be biased towards you. I mean, that's what I'm gonna say. See, see, my phone about to die, so I can't use my notes. I gotta freestyle this thing. That's cool. But first thing, first thing, I wanted to tell you, bro. Anybody listening, bro. I don't give a damn what people say about, man, you be goddamn doing too much for truths. And, bro, I had somebody tell me, and when he hear this, he gonna know who he is. He told me, he was like, yeah, y'all media niggas, y'all be clout chasing and you be trying to, you know, do too much and put your name behind people that you shouldn't and all this. They weren't talking about you specifically. Yeah,
2: yeah,
0: yeah, but just in general.
1: Yeah, and I was like, bro, look, I'm one of them people, bro, like, if I'm a fan of your music, bro. I'm just a fan, yeah. like we, bro. We live in a place where if you're a fan, people scared to tell you they a fan. That's true. Like I remember, bro. I kid you not, bro. I uh, I I was at Culture Fest and I went up to Koala and I was like, "Hey, what's up, bro? I'm Slim." He said, "Nigga, nigga, I know who you is." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Bro," I said, "I kid you not. I listen to I listen to that song every day. That vibe right now. Mm-hmm. I listen to that shit every day." And he was like, you for real? And, bro, I kid you not, I was riding down Bel-Air Road one day with the windows down listening to that shit, and that nigga pulled up next to me. Word? <laughs> yes, bro. He heard it? Yeah. Nice. He was in a
0: Mustang, I think. Yeah, yeah. I ain't seen that nigga in a minute. Hot yeah. second. Yo. I think, I think he's still on my side of town. Cause he I still Because i see him here? all the time. Yeah. Dang, he, be, he lay low. Mm-hmm. He lay low. I like that, though. I, yeah, I was just about to say, I commend that. Yeah. Low. But um, me and
1: my dog, Chuck, bro, we talk about this all the time. You know how Quad said you should change your name to Legendary Truths? Yeah. I told Chuck you should change that shit to Inspirational Truths.
0: Inspirational Truths? Because,
1: bruh. We was, yeah. <laughs> bro, we was talking about um, the Kanye West documentary.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and I was telling him, I was like, that shit inspirational as hell, blah, blah, blah. And Chuck was like, bruh, you know who else inspirational like that? But people like ain't going to get it? He said, that nigga Truths. I said, why you say that? He was like, bruh. That nigga's the hardest working nigga ever. He's like, if you ever like feel like you doing your thing with the music shit, go to Truth's page and you'll feel a little as hell. Yeah, And he was like, he was like, I don't know what possesses this nigga to just keep going. Yeah. Because it's like it's not even like bro. You can tell a lot of niggas on social media be thirsty as fuck to get on. Yeah. They thirsty as a motherfucker. Like like they buying fake followers. They buying fake views. Nigga, everything you do. Mm-hmm. It's strictly a passion bro. I only know one person that moves how you move when it comes to the music as far as being as dedicated. And that's my nigga Sabo. Sabo yeah, yeah, goes yeah, that's hard. that's facts, that's facts. Sabo goes hard, he works hard, he does all that shit, bro. Y'all niggas is, like,
0: right there, neck yeah. and neck, like Cole and Kendrick when it yeah, comes yeah. to, like, the inspirational shit. Yeah, I, I hit him up uh, when he had his joint that studio. I was like, damn, I missed it. That was the only thing that I felt like in a long time that I really wanted to go to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I, I feel that, what you're saying. Like, I see, I had to mute him on, while I was about to drop my album. I had to <laughs> mute him on Instagram because I didn't want to be influenced by his promotional ideas. Really? Yeah, I had to, and and he's unmuted now. But I had to, I just couldn't see it because he was going really hard. Yeah, and I was like, nah, man, I, don't, I want I I gotta stay innovative, and I can't see this dude do his thing like that, or else I'm. Subconsciously, your subconscious start fixing itself, and then next thing you know, you done took a nigga idea. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. I had to mute him. But yeah, like I, I respect the hell out of his grind, bro. He the only For person
1: sure. that moves like how you move with the music shit. Yeah. As far as like staying down, like. Bruh, niggas like you and him, bruh, if you told me you ever thought about quitting music, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't believe you.
0: Hmm. I've been through that. Our first interview. I mean, you, yeah, but I I
1: still don't believe that shit because it's like, bro, y'all
0: just too dedicated, bro. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, man, like music is like I tell people, people always like, you know, uh, even, even Snoop will come up to me and be like, so what's next? And, I, and like, you know, are you ever thinking about getting back in the industry? I'm just like, bro, you know, whatever God got in, in store for me, I'm going to just receive it. But like, I'm just off of a lot of shit. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not starving anymore. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean that I'm not hungry because obviously what you're saying lets you know that a hunger is still there, but it's not a starvation. You know what I mean? A starvation is totally different. That was like our first pod, like- uh the starving artist joint yeah, you know yeah, what i mean yeah, yeah. and it was like i've been starving before that's what made me not want to rap but then i realized once i start feeding myself in different areas i'm like oh shit i am music like at the at the end of the day like when you see truths you see an idea and whatever i do you know that's the inspirational aspect i'm just like a poster child for to keep going to keep moving you know what i mean even when you called me that night and i was at so late, I think I was. I was upstairs chilling by myself, like, yeah. you know, in the corner, like. And you call me, you you was like, you know, ask me about like how I stay motivated, and it's just like. When, That's the night we were talking about Tupac. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and uh, and one of the major things, like how I stay motivated, is like knowing that y'all are watching. You know what I mean? That's like a big thing for me. It's like, okay, what can I show Slim? You know what I mean? After you told me. Uh, when I did my seven day cleanse, you was like, "Yo, I love your rollout." You was the first person to ever tell me that they love my rollout. <clears throat> now Snoop like, "Yo, your rollouts is unmatched." And then people be like, uh, "The Christian I met who's on light mode, he was like, man, that rollout was crazy.'" Then I start really thinking, like, "Damn, I really be like doing this." thing. Oh yeah, that's a thing, bro. I mean? Yeah, yeah. I I didn't really like. I'm not. I don't. I'm not connected to it on the outside. Like. What should I do? It's more like every night I'm like, okay, did I do enough? You know what I mean? So then I write the Dark Angel book. You know what I mean? And I'm Bro, like, I hit
1: you and said that about the rollout thing because the uh week you did that, mm-hmm. it was a seven day thing. And I think on that Thursday, I drove to Tampa, which is a seven hour drive. Mm-hmm. And the whole time I was there, every day I woke up, I'm just riding on the highway and I'm like. Let me hear what this uh, song, True, dropping today sound like. Yeah. And then, so, like, day six, and this is day three of me being in Tampa, and I'm like, you know what? That was a fire-ass rollout and a fire-ass idea because I'm yeah. waking up every day and I'm playing the yeah. song to see what kind of song it is because yeah. one day you had, like, an up-tempo song, and, uh, like
0: a slow joint. Yeah, uh, then you'll have wrong. a song about a,
1: a a girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think one of the songs was about gold. Was it? Yeah, gold, rose gold, frame. rose gold. There you go. Hard, hard that joint. was my favorite song. Yeah, too. yeah, that shit. Tough. Yeah, uh, I was
0: like, bro, that's a that's an amazing rollout. Nicole, Nicola told me to put that on uh, Apple Music. So it's yeah, that, that's that a that great shit, song. Yeah, yeah, that shit is out. I I appreciate that though, bro. I, I you know this year, you know, I told. I was tweeting, you know. I slowed down on that. I don't know if you noticed that. I don't, I don't go crazy on yeah. Twitter no more. I noticed, man. Bring that back. Yeah, I was thinking about it because I, you know, I was like, man, I done humbled humble myself a little too much. Let's both you bring know? back
1: our wild tweets. I, I'm, I'm with that because I think I'm undefeated
0: on the wild tweets. I'm, I get drunk and go ham. You do. You do. <laughs> when when I get if my battery life is high, I'm going I'm going stupid. If I got like forty percent you know, and my phone battery just drains so fucking fast, so that's why I really don't be tweeting like that, too. Yeah. Because if I stay on that bitch, you know, I just, I drop a tweet after tweet after tweet after tweet. See, I don't you blame know. you, bro. I kid you not, bro. I got two phones. Two? Both of them bitches about to die. Damn. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't never charge my phones, bro. Yeah, that's crazy. Hey, you got two phones and both of them about to die. Yeah, but
1: see, my my uh, homeboy, he childish, bro. He real childish. He be wanting to play the, uh, the iMessage pool games mm-hmm. for a dollar. So he'll send me them bitches all day. Yeah, yeah. And when I beat him, he won't send me my money. Oh, man. Yeah, that nigga childish, dog. <laughs> like, I beat him last night at Domo Crib for $5, and he kept saying, what you talking about?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, that's our subject, crazy. though.
1: Inspirational truths. That's what we talking about, Inspirational bro. truths.
0: Is that the name of the pod? Yeah. That's dope.
1: You know I do that shit every podcast. Nah, nah, yeah,
0: I know. Yeah, Anybody yeah. Anybody
1: that listens to me know I always come up with a concept the first five minutes of what I'm yeah, gonna call it, joint, and yeah. I keep like.
0: That's what I like about your pods too. You know, I noticed that. You know, I you you have a, a real peculiar mind on how you do your shit, man. I appreciate it. I always appreciate a, it. A shit. lot of
1: people don't get it though because um, I know this ain't supposed to be on me, but like a podcast, um, it's kind of like radio. It's kind of like the Wendy Williams show. It's kind of like yeah. the Angie Angie Martinez. It's yeah. kind of like Breakfast Club. But it's really all that shit into one. Mm-hmm. Like all of that. So people don't understand what comes into doing a podcast. Bro, the most beautiful thing to me was watching Blue come in here and try to do podcasts by himself and realizing, oh, I need Slim. Yeah,
0: that's a whole production aspect. Yeah, you know it's like...
1: Way. So you can get three of your closest homeboys in here and y'all can do a podcast and y'all probably not gonna talk about shit. Yeah.
0: It's it's difficult. I did a podcast one time. I came up with my I had the whiteboard, the vision board and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Did one episode, I was like, damn this shit harder to uh, you know. I got too much on my mind to be real you know. yeah cause I you be like, all over the place. I'll be all see, over the place. That's yeah. why
1: that's why every time me and you do a podcast, it's great. Yeah. Because yeah, we both true. be all over the place. Yeah, that's facts. Even that's though our way of thinking is totally different, because I told you an earthy nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And me, what would I call myself? I'm kind of like a renegade, nigga.
0: You are you you man you go you you against
1: the norm, bro. Yeah, everybody been calling me a hippie lately. I think because I be wearing the chucks and the reeboks. If hey, you, you throw it out right now, oh yeah, black power.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> 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 I'm fucking with the fro, bro. Yeah, yeah. Them niggas telling me last night, bro. When, when is you gonna cut your hair? I'm nah, like, bro, probably not. Nah, bro. nah. I think I'm locking in. with Why? This. Why? Like. Why you it's know? The, what I mean, it's the power. We talked about that the first part. The, yeah, that's true. Yeah, the power,
0: it's the power, like, bro. Pusha T said that joint. Power, the power in my head, nigga. Yeah,
2: you know what I mean.
0: It's like that's how I feel about my my dreads. Like you know, my shit free form and shit. I never got my shit twisted ever. Mm-hmm. Ne- never got my hair twisted. And, and that's actually scary for me. Why you say that? Just the 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 thought of letting my hair do what it wants to what do. What it wants to do, because, yeah. Because, bruh,
1: black people's hair is powerful yeah, as fuck, no. bruh. That's why I cut like, mine was the first time. Yeah, I know. You told yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. But that's also crazy that you cut it the first time and you look the exact same. Same. It, it, <laughs> it, it, it free-formed the exact same way. <laughs> that, shit's, exact that shit. The exact
0: same shit weird, way, bro. bro. That shit, I, I just, man, it's it got a mind of its own, man, and it does charge me up differently. It does make me act differently and all of that stuff, and I know that, you know what I mean? That's why this time around, I might let this bitch drop, see how far it really dropped on a free Form shit, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. And if I go, gray, you was kind of weird with the high top too. Why you say that? You just look weird, <laughs> bro. Like it's like you looked a little chunky. Like, no, that
1: yeah, was a no, weird yeah, truce. no, uh, yeah,
0: bro. Well, when you see me with the high top, I was coming off that Killy injury, bro. I, I I was. Probably, oh, you were chunky. Yeah, yeah. I was like two. I was probably like 215, mm. 215 pounds. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then I went vegan. All of that shit, and and, and and the time period I went vegan, that's when my hair was growing again. So then, now I hop out of there and look a little normal now. Like it's like okay, they go choose. So. Your hair grow fast as hell too. I, I I thought it wasn't gonna grow this fast. I didn't know it grew fast because the first time I didn't try to do this. I was in Atlanta and I ain't had no. I, I was broke and I ain't had no barber to go to. So we shot a vlog one time and it started raining at the basketball court. And my shit was like yours, but like in, with little little uh, curl patterns and shit. Uh-huh. So after it rained, that shit just. Fell It just fell.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's so,
0: how mines get when it
1: gets long too. Yeah, yeah. That it, shit splits down the middle and just yep, makes it just time. starts leaning. Yep. Yeah, that's real. Bro, hair is powerful, bro. Mm-hmm. Dead ass. But um, I told y'all ramble all the fucking time. We fifteen minutes in, and I just been rambling. <laughs> I had I had to tell you about that inspirational thing though, because that conversation me and Chuck had, that was a real good conversation about you, because um. Bro, I honestly feel like some people are dead ass here to motivate others, and you're one of those people. I feel like that. For real. I,
0: I feel like I, how I know that is because nobody does that for me. Mm-hmm. Like, like how I do it, i never seen it done. Like, somebody I could touch, yeah. you know what I mean? And it's like, when I turned 25, 26, I was just like, ah, I think I'm here for a different reason. You know, and when you said that Andre 3000 shit, like, a while ago, I was like, that's why I told you I felt you, like, back in 2020, and I was like, yeah, it's kind of like that, you know what I mean? Like, I got this, I got it in my notes section, walk like Andre, you know what I mean? So, it's like, I walk like Andre, you know, and the, but the inspiration, it's like, a, the inspiration is different, but I walk like him, like, I'm by myself, I ride my bike downtown, like, you know what I mean? All mm-hmm. kinds of shit, just so I can- Earthy nigga. Earthy nigga, Yeah. <laughs> 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 that's real. Oh, I forgot to tell you the uh I was telling Big
1: King the best part about uh the earthy niggas too is y'all get the earthy women. And the earthy women is something different. They different. They different. That's what I told him, uh he was talking about Kevin Gates and I was like, that's what happened to Kevin Gates. He finally got some earthy woman pussy you, you didn't know how to handle it and I told a story about the first time I got some earthy woman pussy yeah
0: it made you like you got some Erica Badu pussy
1: yeah that's yeah. exactly what I said yeah. too
0: yeah Pussy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. see
1: I didn't start acting like that nigga though yeah like yeah. I
0: didn't I didn't get the earthy pussy and start acting like true. She, she ain't but that's cause you against the norm so it's like <laughs> you might feel that shit you might wake up in the middle of the night and be like damn you know but you are not gonna conform like you're not a conforming ass nigga so you know, but they are different, man. You learn a lot from them, man, you know, uh, attracting people like that. You know, so a lot of women don't even hit me up like that because they, cause of how I am as a person. Yeah. You know what I mean? They wouldn't even know how to approach me. You know, like, what 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 is true? If you, if you feel like I'm that inspirational, what can just a r- random girl say to me? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's hard to come at a nigga like that. And then I can always tell when it's fake because then they come at me like like straight to to some deep shit but it ain't really worked out you know what i mean and if if it ain't worked out i'm like are you doing this because like you think that this is what i want to hear or are you doing it because you really feel like this on your heart all of that kind of stuff that's what bro it do takes you know about
1: i'm not trying to cut you off but you said something that uh, i don't want to forget mm-hmm. bro do you know about the artsy groupies do, do you, you know what i mean by that what you mean all right the girls that follow and try to fuck with all the niggas that do some form of art. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's like painting or rapping or podcasting. I I, I breeze
0: through through a lot of them.
1: How do you handle that? The artsy groupies.
2: Uh,
1: I'm asking you because niggas have told me that before. What? About the artsy groupies. Yeah. Like you'll click on a girl page and she follows you, she follows. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah, follows yeah. like ten other <laughs> yeah. niggas that
0: rap. <laughs> she follows all the podcasters. <laughs> That's real. I, I think I, I look at it like I try to simplify things and meet people where they at. My mom always told me, you know, meet people where they at. So a lot of people be curious, you know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. I, and and when I see the same thing that you see, I'm like, I already know what it's I know what it's about. You know what I mean? If I if I find somebody and it's like, oh, she don't. She don't know none of these other niggas. She following me. Different ball game. But when you see when you see on the light the photos, pattern. yeah, you know what I mean. Light photos. I could see if I see your your name or no, your little uh, your profile pic and all of this, and then you go to yours and then you see the same dots. It's like. Uh, you know, but they not on a scene neither, and yeah, they, you yeah, know yeah. that that's the thing. And the scene is changed. I think they too. trying to get on the scene. The, though. We got and the you scene right. the popping. Scene, the, at, scene, at, the scene has changed at the treehouse. We got that shit popping. That's right. Right now, that's the scene. Like Domo, that. Was, Domo open... was
1: telling me. He said. He said, it, uh, Nigga, "Y'all I, be packing." I've been too.
0: packing that shit out, like on some, you know. Apache Atlanta shit every mm-hmm. first Friday, and that shit just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Putting artists on, like, you know, making sure it's like that inspirational shit. Taking taking that concept of the Dark Mode album and Light Mode album with, you know, 16 features on it, like. And then taking that concept of Legends Ball and then making it more, and taking me out of it, and then making it more about them, and that's what's going on at the first Fridays. It's like I might host a joint, and people be like, "Are you performing tonight?" I'm like, "Nah, it's not about me." You know what I mean? Not, not, not tonight. You know, I have my night. You know, one day when I feel like it. But like, it's about them, yo. So it's like I encourage everybody to come down there and get that feeling. And then the crowd is great. Check that out. The crowd is great. They gonna show love. You, you know, we had this dude up there, and he was like, he was stuttering and shit. Like, why he was, uh, why he was uh, doing his poetry, and it was like, but the crowd start clapping, and I'm like, that that's that feeling that every artist need that encouragement. I probably, I probably, um, I don't know if you seen my
1: podcast recently, but I've been talking about how I done got soft and I be crying all the time.
0: I probably would have start crying when I seen him because mm-hmm. growing up I stuttered real mm-hmm. bad. Mm-hmm. A Lot of people don't know that. I didn't cry, but I cringed and I walked away. But not because like, you know, I was sitting by the stage and then we started doing and then I snapped a picture. I had the camera and mm-hmm. then it, it said and then all you hear was I was like, Oh shit. And I it just makes me cringe when somebody is like struggling like that, but not in like a get this nigga off the stage. Just like I remember that feeling. My first show and my my legs are shaking. It feels like they shaking Kanye did that at um Death Poetry Jam. Talk about when he got up on the stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's facts. It, it, it's different when you walk on, on that stage like that, and he ain't rapping, he's doing the poetry, and that shit is different. It's just your voice, the mic, and the crowd. And that's a whole ball game. It's like freestyling in front of like 50 people. You know what I mean? So, Bro, the worst thing about being
1: somebody that stutters is when you're finally coming out of it, and I guess they call it quote unquote growing out of it, mm-hmm. you still stutter, but you stutter randomly at the beginning of your thought processes. Yeah. My grandma used to always say it's because
0: your mind moves faster than your mouth. It's facts. Uh, I, I looked at, my dad had a stuttering problem. And I do too, but what helped me, like even how I'm talking right now is Obama. Yeah. When you hear Obama talk, you know, he, he'd get up on the podium and be like, uh, America is in a great place. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Yeah, but, but yeah, yeah. he's take- I'm following you. That's yeah. crazy. I'm he, following he's you. He's taking his time so much that you won't hear him say that, 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 because he's going to stop before it even gets to that point. He's going to break them sentences. Up. That's why everybody loved him. He spoke in a way that everybody can fucking feel. So when I'm speaking and I feel like that shit's coming on, it'll be a pause. You know what I mean? Instead of like a... Uh, 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 you yeah. know what I mean? Now, when you stump me, I might, I might do that. But I, I use my face now more. Like I'll be like, you know, and I try to work it out like that. I'm very careful my words now because I was offending people a long time ago. So, you know offending them by like what, what type of things? I don't know. Like just like anything that I would say sometimes. Like when I say how I truly feel people would be offended and they will try to hold me to a standard like I shouldn't say shit certain shit but but it's we it's the duality of man you know what I mean just that, that's what the dark mode and the light mode is is the duality of man like sometimes like you got to go to war with niggas and sometimes you got to lighten it up you know what I mean and that's just that's why I I come off as inspirational it's because I I got that duality and I understand it yeah. but I don't run from it either so pe- people don't really take the time to understand
1: someone. Like I said in the past podcast we did before, Trues is a narcissist, but it's not a narcissist that's like, oh, he's a narcissist. Like it's not like a no. like a Trump. And and don't get me wrong, I think Trump has some great qualities that that people could look up to. But as far as his narcissism, yeah, that's
0: not one of them. Yeah, I feel like. Instead of being narcissistic, which I can be, I'm never going to kind of like dispute that. But it's more like an internal locus of control. Mm -hmm. I take the blame and the credit for anything that I'm involved with. But key word is blame and the credit. Like, so if something fails, I take that, and if something is successful, I'm gonna take that too. That is that comes off as narcissistic if you don't tell people. Both sides. If I'm only talking about my successes, then it's like, oh, this nigga a narcissist. Bro, speaking of that, I
1: I, I got to ask you this because too many people asked me about it when um uh we did the uh, segment for uh, Legends Ball. Mm-hmm. Can you please tell the story about what happened when you, quote unquote, turned a deal down with, with uh, K-Slay?
0: Um, I got the deal. Uh, Oh, you talking about like when Quad... Yeah, yeah, everybody yeah.
1: asked me about that segment.
0: So... You know, I was just talking about this uh, the other day to my niece, and I was just like, man, you know, we was up there, you know, in Harlem in the hood, you know, staying for like weeks at a time and all of that stuff. You know, it was just one particular moment. It was two particular moments, really. And um, he had a show at SOB's, and he didn't invite me. Mm-hmm. And I'm in, a, And I'm in New York, and I had just saw him, and I got kind of upset like I was just like man he could have at least like you know brought me into the club so I could just see the atmosphere introduce me to some people and all of that mm-hmm. so I let that kind of go and then it was like this conversation that they was having in the studio when I was doing this record for e40 and um and they was talking about Tupac in a certain type of way that made me feel like they didn't have my back and I wasn't protected and so when I went back home you know all the, the Freddie gray and all of that stuff like uh all of the the cop killings and shit like that that was going on that they was displaying. I made an album called Raw and Underprivileged, mm-hmm. and when I put the the cover out, Slay called me when I was in the studio and was like, "Yo, what, you know what's up with this uh, Raw and Underprivileged?" And I was like, "Yeah, you know that's my new tape. You know, I'm I'm in Augusta. Like, I'm not in New York the whole time. You know what I mean? So when I come back home, I'm, I can't just sit like." You know, I'm an artist, so it's kind of like I gotta keep going. So he was like, he was honest. He was just like, man, like you didn't even put your face on the cover and all of that, because he he was real avid about me putting my face on the cover. And I was like, yeah, you know, I, I get it, I get it, I get it. And he was like, yo, do you really, you really want to be down? Or I said, honestly, Slay, I think I could do this by myself. That was a conversation. And so it wasn't heated or nothing, just it was a conversation. Mm-mm. It was just, I, I felt in my heart that it wasn't going, it wasn't about to in, end good. And it wasn't, it wasn't starting good, and it wasn't about to end good for me. What was
1: the term of, of the deal, if you don't mind me It was asking? a
0: partnership. Okay. It was like what I had going on being a partner with Slay, all I would have to do was Really please. what I'm
1: asking was... Is it like one of these deals that these new artists are getting where no. it's like entertainment
0: deals for ten thousand
1: dollars for mm-mm, mm-mm. likeness?
0: I, I ain't need, no, I ain't need, I ain't need none of that. I just needed a machine. You know what I mean? And that that was like my way of getting a machine. But then when a, so it wasn't even a dollar amount. No, I didn't need that. I ain't want that because with that comes different shit. You know what I mean? When somebody give you some cash, I it probably wasn't going to be that easy. You know, on mm-hmm. the phone call, but it's like because of the way the deal was constructed, it was easier for them to be, yeah. But y'all still
1: had paperwork, though.
0: Yeah, the lawyers handled all of that. Mm. Yeah. Got but no money.
1: Why'd you take a deal with him for no money, though? Because I ain't need it. Just just that? Just
0: to have the machine all, behind all it? All I needed. Even though, because you could have got some money, right? I could have. I, I had a deal. I had an offer um, with this la- label that Action Bronson was under, and they offered me $50,000, but they was going to just shelve me. It was gonna give me the fifty thousand dollars and shelf me, and I was like, "Nah, uh, I I can use the fifty thousand dollars, but I can't have the fifty thousand dollars. Burn it all on trying to make it, and then when it when it empties, and I call you, and y'all y'all not doing nothing for me, bro. Here's an interesting thing about fifty thousand dollars, right?
1: That's not a lot of money. That's the interesting it's not, thing. It's not, but when you've been putting all this money into something and you've been waiting to get some money from it yeah. and somebody screams out a number like $50,000 you're very adamant to take sound it sound
0: good it sounds great but that's i I know my talent and I know my worth and I knew I'm I'm worth more by myself than I am under anything you know under any umbrella that's why every time Snoop asks me my getting back in the industry I'm like I just really don't like it what happens to the artist uh it's it's terrible. You see, you know, I was telling my niece this, and you know, we was talking about NBA YoungBoy and all of them, and I was like, man, all of them niggas is really fighting to be in the industry. You would think that they're in the industry, but they really not. It's only a select few that's really in that bubble. I like I like NBA YoungBoy though
1: because he's one of the artists that. That does what the fuck he wants to. That's the he's... industry makes a lot of money off of him, yeah, but, but he still does things they don't want him to do, like drop two albums in a month.
0: But that's why he's not in it. You know what I mean? What do you mean by that? So you look at Drake's album and Kanye West's album. Mm-hmm. They had the same features. That's that They were telling you who the industry was. They, <laughs> yeah. was, they was letting you know who you need to listen to. And it's these niggas. It's the baby, it's Lil Baby, it's Dirk, it's all of that. Like, those are the guys. And the other people, they all fighting to be in a, a certain realm in the industry. And when you think about niggas being rich and all of that shit, like, Niggas ain't touring like that, so they getting that little club money and shit. But they still gotta pay the labels back. They debt probably higher than the money that they making, so that don't make them rich. And just because they hold on to the cash, don't don't mean they still gotta pay the shit back. That's why when niggas get shelled, or when Lil Uzi start fighting the labels and shit like that, is because man, your album do like last album did like fifty thousand. That's not that's not shit for if they gave you four million.
2: Mm-hmm. You know
0: what I mean? So it's like then you would just slowly start to. Be on a uh, be on a this this area where everybody's at. You're not in the VIP section. You in the crowd, bro. Let's
1: talk about that a little bit. And um, I'm gonna talk about. It. I don't know how much you're gonna want to talk about it. And then we moving on the uh, light mode and dark mode. Okay. But getting shelved, right? Mm-hmm. We have this conversation all the time, and this is gonna be my first time talking about it on a podcast, Jay Fox. Mm -hmm. everybody always says he got shelved and they would never take a deal like that to get shelved because that was a shelving deal how Mm -hmm. do you feel about that because they always compare
0: his situation to like a true cash situation Mm -hmm. or a Q dog situation. Mm-hmm. It's all about how you work it. They want you. To, they. There's no development no more in, in the industry. So if a nigga gets signed, you get the initial clap. Like, oh, congratulations! But what they don't know for artists on the back end, they signed you. Even if they gave you money or they didn't give you money, it don't matter. You gotta make that shit work on your own. when it, if this nigga come out with a hit record, not views on YouTube, but a hit record or you know something start charting and shit like that then it's kind of like the label's like, "Oh, okay, now we can we can do we something can else." we can push and towards you, it. And you have seen it in the Kanye dot? Did you watch both parts? Um, yep. So you have seen it in the Kanye dot when he get, got into his accident and he basically got forgotten under Rockefeller. Quick.
1: F- quick as f- it was 6 months. So that no, up- it wasn't even uh, 6 months. Um he
0: was he was back in the studio the month after yeah, the Yeah, yeah, the, the month after. But I mean, in that 6-month time frame before the through the Wire came yeah, yeah, out. Yeah, 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 for sure. And he had to do the video on his own and all of that. He's still next to Dame Dash. He's still next to Jay-Z. He's still next to all these for niggas, these but sure. they like. Bro, the saddest part was when he had to go back into the studio and start
1: basically making beats again and producing bro. when this nigga already recorded Jesus Walks,
0: Come on, Slow Jams, Come on, and Through the Wire. <laughs> Come on, dog and But that's that's where we at. like we They don't care about us you know what I mean they really they strictly hear uh, you know and then they we are tax write offs too so even if you don't pop you a tax write off especially if they give you some money they gonna get that money back before you give it to them you know what I mean yeah. and then but niggas is hustling bustling and that's how artists get killed and that's how artists go to jail and that's how artists get in trouble because they don't have no backing Bobby Schmerder gets gets signed to a label goes to jail and the label's like scratching their head and then you got you, it's so many situations like that, would Bobby him. said his
1: label looked out for him though when he called his case.
0: No, I, I'm not. Well, of course, th- that's a whole nother type. Because of, uh, that nigga had hot nigga out. <laughs> yeah, but but po- politics wise, it's wise to say that. But my my whole thing is like when you're in a situation like that, you're fending for yourself. Mm. You're not out of where you think you're out of just because you got the label and you got some money in your pocket. You're not out. You out when you can move somewhere. But even when you move somewhere, you still got to fight a certain fight like Pop Smoke. You know, he ain't die in New York. You know what I mean? So it's like, and he wasn't even there yet. You know what I mean? It was just like, he he did the smart thing by moving. But then at the same time, you still in this certain fight until you get into that level where you can just move freely and be next to Diddy and be next to all of these people and be at the award shows and all of that shit. You know, it's just it's a I think, you know, we make it out of the crab in a barrel aspect just to go into like the lobster tank to, to wait to get picked. You know what I mean? Like we still it's not like you get signed and you out of here. It's that it just don't work like that. And only lucky niggas from the Internet, you know, can get that kind of buzz. But even then the label, will give you enough money to do your first album. And if that shit don't do too well, then it's like, all right, cool. Now, now, play off your fame and see what you can get. You know what I mean? And it's it's a dirty game. Bro, doing music is scary, bro. It is very scary. The question I
1: had to ask you. Scary.
0: Chuck told me to ask you
1: this. Bro, I, I don't know mm. if you can tell. I talk to Chuck every day. <laughs> I fuck That's with my Chuck dog. Too. Him and Ben called me today arguing. Uh, Chuck picked. Ben who? Benny Hunter. Okay. Yeah, you know I know Ben, so I yeah, call him yeah, Ben. Yeah. But, uh... They called me today. This has nothing to do with the question. But they literally just called me a couple of hours ago, and these niggas was arguing, and Ben was calling Chuck a fake-ass, hating nigga. No, he didn't say fake. I'll take that back. He said a hating-ass nigga. Yeah. Because the argument was, the original argument was he said the Migos are going to be bigger than Outkast. Don't get caught up on that part. And- Who that, said that? Uh, Ben said the Migos are going to be bigger than Outkast. Yeah. And him and Chuck argued that. And I said, Ben, you young as a motherfucker. And then they said, who would win out of a versus? T.I. or 50 Cent. Chuck had 50 Cent. No, Chuck had T.I. Ben had 50 Cent. And he called me and asked me. And of course, I picked 50 Cent. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I said all that just to Mm -hmm. say... They be having some interesting-ass debates that's that's wild. And Ben really shows me, because he's like the only young person I talk to, he really shows me that young people don't remember the shit we remember. And now I get how stupid I was Mm. when I was a kid arguing with
0: adults about like- Some, some Some nigga that's like behind whoever was hot then, right? Yeah, like I remember being a kid, and I kid you not, and
1: I told- I told my mom's ex husband that little Bow Wow was gonna be bigger than Tupac one day. Mm. <laughs> that didn't pan out how yeah. I thought it would. Yeah. <laughs> but I was bro, I was in fucking fourth grade. I mean third grade. Yeah. Fifth grade. But anyway, I just I got way off subject. No, nah, no, nah, it's cool. The question, um, I can't even find this shit.
0: That's cool that Chuck wanted some questions though. So.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He told me. We was talking about something. He said, nigga, ask Truth that shit next time. Here we go, right here. Um, which one would you pick right now in your life? Right mm-hmm. now, the age you are, everything you've seen, everything we just talked about. Which one would you pick? Fame or money? Um, Is that what the question is? It's kind of that, okay, but it's ahead. not that. I'm sorry. Would you, would you rather make $60,000 a year in streaming income or have a six-figure corporate job?
0: Oh, I take the six figure. You're the third person I asked this, and they said that. Yeah. Why? Because
1: I would pick. I ain't gonna. I would pick the streaming money.
0: I would. I would pick the six figure because I'm gonna flip it. I could flip it better. You know what I mean? It's a lot of money that go into music, so it's like if I can get a six figure job, and and don't let it be something I'm good at. If if I'm good at it, and I'm bringing home that money, that money gonna go to so many so many other things to the point where I could quit that six figure job. And do the music and put instead of twenty five dollars behind some promotion, you could put fucking three grand yeah <laughs> and eventually get it you gotta flip it it's, it's' that's like a that's like a hustler mentality though like on a on an aspect of like the the greatest front and if you if you if you selling drugs and stuff like that. Um, the greatest front, you get a job and get some extra cash to put on top of it, and not be struggling to pay the the plug back and all of this shit, and then try to sustain the lifestyle and all of that. That's sixty thousand dollars in streams. But then when you got a six figure job, you can sell the drugs and put pal on top of that, and still be who you want to be. You know what I mean? I only use that that reference just for you know for everybody. I guess I guess the question more so is is a little bit deeper, but okay,
1: off of it. Off from the 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 question because that's the question of course, but I guess it's kind of like, would you rather be Drake a currency?
0: Oh well, if you if you uh, lifestyle, I know that's a different question. Though. It's a different question, but I get I get the question. And yeah. but I've always told my homies this. We used to talk about this years ago. You got to take the currency lifestyle. You know what I mean? Because he does whatever the fuck, excuse me, that he wants to do. And um Drake is like still gotta be something else. And it's hard to sustain that and you do whatever it takes. And I don't know if I'm willing to like, you know, create a certain level of enemies to get what I want. You know what I mean? Because then once I get what I want, I got so many enemies that is it's different. You know, but currency got all the cars he want, got a nice crib, smoke all the weed he want. You got know, a son now got, got a son now so you know what i mean like i take that shit any day and the and the way if we still talking about currency now in 2022 that sounds it sounds beautiful it's almost like when we talking about me and how long i've been doing this versus how who everybody else like if everybody else get on here and you say who are the top 5 rappers and they will never name me but i'm the last person to come out of people's mouth but i'm the first person they think of you know what I mean? That type of deal. So it's like, that's like a currency aspect too. Even like a Andre 3000 when they be like, Andre, one of the best rappers, you know, but not everybody's going to say that, but only the real niggas know who listen to him rap be like, yo, that, that nigga's nice. You know what I mean? I hate the argument about Three Stacks about how he never put out a solo
1: album and, I'm a part he, only of dropped, and he only dropped verses, bruh. Well, if you a part of that, I hate all y'all. Uh, yeah, yeah, that I, shit is annoying to me because
0: it's like, bro, I don't think y'all heard those verses. No, <laughs> no, no. I'm a, I'm a fan. I just I think it's an accountability. It's it's almost like how I feel when Drake calls himself the best, but you got writers. Yeah, it is hard.
1: Truth, please don't get me on that road. Well,
0: but I, you know how I will talk yeah, thirty yeah.
1: hours about yeah. Drake not being on no Mount Rushmore. Yeah, no. And I'm not talking to nobody that puts him on a Mount Rushmore. No,
0: and we we saw that on the Larry Hoover show. Yeah. Did you see that joint? What about With it? Him and Kanye did the uh the performing and shit. Mm-hmm. You know who the artist is and you know who the who who the other nigga is. You really know. When you see that, you see the nigga embedded in his music, which is Kanye, give you the vibes, all of that shit, not missing the lyrics, not letting the crowd finish all of his shit and then you see another nigga who lets the crowd finish every single verse and line and all of that and keep trying to get them to rap and I need y'all help. I need y'all help. I need to hear y'all in the back. Like, nah, like, we know who the real deal artist is. And both of them be having writers and shit like that. But as you can see on the documentary, it's kinda like Kanye's still that that dude. He's that guy. Speaking of the documentary too, um, two things I wanna say
1: about it because we mentioned it so much, this pod. Bro, first thing. Um, the cameraman is so important, and that's why it's interesting watching your Instagram because you don't post a lot of stuff from cameraman. You mm-hmm. post it by yourself. Mm-hmm. Never seen an artist do that before. Yeah, yeah. That's inspirational by itself. What was the other thing? I forgot the other thing. You seen
0: that joint I did with Tape Pop? I seen it. That joint was fire. That shit was. I bro. Felt, and it was organic too. I just uh-huh. hit him up. And I was like, Yo, I'm about to pull up. Like, we gonna we gonna figure this shit out. You know what I mean, and I was just like, I told Key Visuals, like, yo, just keep the camera rolling, just keep it rolling, you know, or not even keep it rolling, just I trust you, but I'm not, you know, you right here, and this is your job, but like we just gonna vibe out, me and him just gonna vibe out, and I know like it's weird pulling up to a nigga with a camera, and I'm not normally on the camera on some vlog type shit, so it's like for me, I had to be relaxed and stuff. I was driving, I was. I was drunk as fuck too driving. I know. <laughs> I, I know the tape. I was like, "Yo, this nigga chooses wilder I had dropped my phone. We pulled up in the gas. That's how we pulled up in the gas. And I had dropped my phone in between the seats and shit like that. Yeah. But it was a, it was a, it was a major vibe. But it was like, you know, I'm I'm just trying to show people different sides of. Artistry and in the game, you know what I mean, and then display my friendships with these with these people too, because it's not fake to me, you know what I mean. Like if I fuck with Tay, like I'm a I'm a fuck with Tay. I don't know what what Tay be having going on or what this person have going on and all of that stuff. I don't really care because it doesn't really involve me. But it's like I know who people are. Like you know, like like I said, like you meet people where they at, and I know who he is, what he into. That's for the uh, people. Like that's watching and that's in that field, that's for them to to talk about. But I fuck with him, you know what I mean, as a person. So, and I want people to see that because that's the realness of being an artist. Just like if me and you, like, we right here, if I brought the camera in here just to record, you record me but we we cool we don't got to talk every day but when we sit down to talk this is this is our conversation yeah for sure and then when i like i saw you in the club i got real like michael jordan on the 75th uh greatest player you know he was like he was you know what i mean yeah. i get i get real like that like when i see people out in the environment that i'll never normally see him out but you could tell like it's always all love it's not like what up Slam, what up yeah all right bro and i just keep walking it's like nah, i'm gonna kick it and chill with you like and i be in the club by myself you know what I mean? Everybody so, was asking
1: me that night too. They were like, "Why does nigga Trues like you so much,
0: bro?" <laughs> like, yo, I, I like I like normal niggas. I like niggas who not flexers. I don't. You never see me hang around a flexing nigga. Yeah, but I fuck with them. You know, from where I need to fuck with them from. But like, I like people who I can if, if I could see if I could see myself chilling with you. Just like if we took a trip to Atlanta, I won't feel like this in the car. Yeah. You know what I mean? If I be like, yo, hey, yo, play this, yo, yo, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we meet people, all of that. Yeah, we do this. And da-da. if I could see myself doing that with you, I fuck with you. See, that's how I am. I said that on the pod before. Like, when I start
1: maturing and growing as a person, I start hanging out with different people, right? That all my friends I grew up with called lame. Right. And they was niggas that skateboarded, yeah, niggas yeah. that, you know, did the conversation different, brother. Yeah, the conversation, you, different, the yeah, the conversation totally was different. different. You and remember it, that? You're a jerk. Niggas that yeah, did yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But see, I like people that be themselves. I hate being around a group of niggas trying to be like somebody else or trying
0: to be like me. Mm-hmm. I just want a group of people just
1: being themselves. Yeah.
0: That's real. Because that's the only person I can be. That's real. And 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 your friend friends is always different too, man, because they you know, especially if they're real close, they they'll see you fail mm-hmm. and they'll see you succeed, but then they'll hold the failures against you in their mind. And all of that kind of stuff, and they will treat you different. Where if you meet somebody else, they'll be like, oh, shit, "I understand that, or this and that." Y'all can talk about it, all of that kind of stuff. Like you need that release, like with other people, and that's why, like, like even Brother B being like my mentor and shit like that, I can go to him and I can vent with, like, you know that that raw t- my tweets. You know what I mean? I yeah. might take it to him. That's probably why I haven't been tweeting. I take it to somebody else.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Nightmare told me he was like, "Man." You ain't gotta say that, you know, on Twitter and shit like that, man. Call me, and I was like, I appreciate that. And so now I fuck with you totally different because you told me to call you. You know, I don't have to do something. You know what I mean? So it's like Shout that's out real. Nightmare fuck, too, that's yeah. a genuine brother right there. Yeah, too. man. I miss that nigga, man. I only went to studio one time since he left. It just don't feel the same. Not in a bad way, but just like I really fuck with that energy that he he brings. And I told him on his last day. Which was a very emotional night, by the way, man. I seen a nigga cry and all of that shit. It I've was, seen that on camera. Yeah, it was one of the best nights. And I told him, I gave him a hug, and I was like, "Bruh, if it wasn't for you, I don't know like where I would be at like mentally within the city. Because, you know, I, I remember being in Sky City when he was doing the Wednesday nights. And I'm like, man, I love to perform in front of all these niggas. Really, you know what I mean? And he don't only one that gave me that call like in a club night mm-hmm. on his birthday joint. I was just like, man, this nigga really fuck with me, but we in different age groups and friend groups and stuff like that, so we ain't talking all the time, but it's like, I see that and I fuck with that, so I'm going to always fuck with you wherever you at. I'm like, where you DJing at tonight? Oh, I'm at Garden. I'll be there. Whether I'm doing a walkthrough just to dap you up, I just got to let you know that I, that I fuck with you because you've been letting me know. You know what I mean? It's just a give and take, man, a push and pull you know, with this whole shit, but it's only it's it's only a handful of genuine people out there because Nightmare ain't trying to be no superstar. He just trying to make it work, and he trying to be successful. It's different when niggas try to be superstars. It's different rules for that shit. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't really I don't really hang out with like that kind of crowd. You know?
1: Oh, okay, you get it then, because I was talking about Ben. Me and Ben get into arguments all the time. He be talking about popularity and clout and all that. And I had to tell Ben recently, mm. hey, Ben, I don't know if you know me. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. Yeah, yeah. I said, bro, I strictly want subscribers on YouTube. Like, I'm that lame nigga you be talking <laughs> yeah, yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am him. Yeah, because. <laughs> For real.
0: Yeah, and, and, and that, shit is, that shit is real, you know what I mean? I never, I never thought I'd be, like, you know, talked about as much as I've been talked about over these years, mm-hmm. all of that shit. I never really like thought about that, but now that it's it's true, it's a responsibility. But also, like you know, I'm not really into the clout thing. My, and I and I said it on, on, on online the other day. I was like, Augusta been in the metaverse where I'm like popping in real life. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm walking down Broad Street. I got I got horns beeping at me. Trues yelling trues. I the the mailman coming deliver the mail around uh Eighth Street. You know what I mean? They all know me, and I'm like walking aficionados, and the fucking dude pulling out the the beer and the cocoa be like, "Yo, bro, you still doing music, bro?" Like it's like I'm a real life type of nigga. I'm not really an that's the trenches, dude. right? Huh? Eighth Street, the trenches, right? What? What? Eighth Street? That's the trenches. That's it's, it's towards it. It's towards nah, it. Nah, that's it, just <laughs> the trenches. me and Domo got
1: into a bad <laughs> argument. He said that's not the trenches.
0: Fifth Street is the trenches. Eighth too. 5th to 8th eighth. Eighth is the the buck stops at 8th because the next street over <laughs> is the board of education and then it goes a little further and stuff like that yeah. so I would say yeah but I'm gonna say no just because I vibe out there yeah you were yeah 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 I got you I got you I wasn't talking about Humanity I was just talking about you know No, nah, I vibe out I vibe out there all the time like I shot like four music videos on that block mm-hmm. you know what I mean before Humanity like it's just like I love that block that just, just nice little area because it ain't by the strip club but it's like right there in this little weird medium you know what i mean strip club over with though oh yeah. have never been there let's talk
1: about uh light mode and dark mode though. yes
0: um what what is this light mode dark mode like what it mean everything so it's called the it's a, the subtitles of dark mode and light mode it's called art angel mm-hmm. and it's like i took like the concept, i was reading this book called the book of enoch and um, and it's about the archangels coming down and uh, fighting the war, uh, you know, against the demons and stuff like that, and then fucked around and, you know, made it with the people in the land and created giants. The giants was eating people, all of this, you know, biblical shit. And uh, I was like, man, I, f- I be feeling like an archangel, you know what I mean, like, like Archangel Michael went to war for for God, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And this is not and so when I when I take out the arc and I put the art, I go to war for every everybody that's watching. So that inspirational shit, that's me going to war. You know what I mean? Like I'm putting shit out there like that's that helps you think different. So if you like read the book, if you cop the dark mode book, you will see me talk about like, you know, the, the land is stricken, I don't remember by heart, I left my phone downstairs, but like the land is stricken by stifleness and it fucks up division. I go to war against that stifleness. I go, I, I go to war against people standing still or being unmotivated or, you know what I mean, or not knowing which direction to go. I go to war against that every day. That's kind of like my position. So when I was reading that book, I was like, man, like I be feeling like that. And then it's like, it's not fair. So the light mode aspect is after the war. You know what I mean? After you go to war like that, you clean it up. You know what I mean? So if you ever listen to the album, you gotta start with dark mode and it's it gets gritty, you know what I mean? Got all all the features on there. I don't know if you wanna talk about the features, but I definitely throw them in there. But like, you know, one of the songs that stick out the most to me is like Apocalypse and I and I and I changed it from scary to Apocalypse because that's when the war starts. And then you got Quad talking about, you know, the song is like, it's scary, really, really scary. And then Quad comes in and is like, fuck all that talking nigga hit me, ready when it's time to ride. Wish I could talk Malcolm back in 65. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he talking about these niggas, bitches, all they do is talk about 69, military, monster what he was doing. You know what I mean? He's going in. And I'm like, yeah, like that. And then you got Draco rapping from that street perspective. But these are the niggas that I'm going to war with. You know what I mean? I know they got all everybody got their own shit and their own battles, but it's like we can overcome that. I seen I seen him in the club same night I seen you talk about Dre right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, And I wanted to tell
1: him that I fuck with that verse. Yeah, but I was too drunk at that point. I just dapped him. You know my favorite. Tell
0: him what I wanted to. My favorite line of that his verse is. He said something like, "Shit was crazy. You wouldn't think the way my mama raised raised me, we'd be trapped out." Yeah. Love that line. And that's the line he ended with. And I was like, That's actually kind of deep, bro. That's deep as fuck, dog. Like I you you don't hear that from that perspective. Man, everybody wants to run around here like they
1: just the most thugged out, gangsta right. nigga in the world. Right. So when you see somebody actually talk about like like big meat story. Yeah. Like, nigga, I actually came from like a mom and dad household. Mm-hmm. Like like everybody can't believe that. Everybody
0: wanna have a Tupac story. Everybody, yeah, that's the Tupac gene that's in, embedded in the music and shit yeah. like that. You know, Fifty Cent is part of the Tupac gene. Pop Smoke is a part of the Tupac gene. Even Young Dolph is a part of the Tupac gene. You know, Fifty like surviving five shots is like when the shit fuck up, and then now it's like if Pac never died. You see what I'm saying? Movie. Yeah. It's it's literally the same fucking thing. It's just it's a template. But like, yeah, man, when he said that line, I was like, damn, I don't think a nigga. Would we'll be ready for a line like that. Shit is crazy. When think the way my mama raised me, we'd be trapped out. I was like, damn. Way to keep it real gangster. That's some gangster to me. You know what I mean? Because we know what you do, you did, or whatever the case may be. You got your stripes and all of this shit. But it's like for you to say that line like that, it's like, yo, I'm still, it's like, I'm still a human being. And I still, this is, you know, my life, but this is where it went. You know what I mean? And that shit's scary. Really, really scary. And that's why right. I, I was rapping like that because I knew what them niggas was going to bring. Beautiful contrast. You know what I mean? Like, I know how, I know how Quad rap, and I knew he was, I knew he was about to just you know the mature quad was about, it came through like crazy. You know what I mean? So. Oh yeah, quad is a very different brother. Yeah, yeah, and little Tony's verse is crazy too. Love little Tony's verse the way he, the way he comes. I in. was actually shocked y'all did music together because little Tony he's real young. He's, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He's like a baby for real. Yeah, for real. yeah, yeah. He is, it, but that's why I think that's why. Like I seen him outside uh, sitting down at aficionados. I think Dama was out there too. And I was just kind of like, "Hey, dog." And he was hanging out with the. No, no, nah, nah, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Keep going, bro. But uh, I, I was like, "Yeah," I said, "Bro," I said, "You know, we gotta do a record. You, uh, would you be down?" He was like, "Yeah, I'd be down." I said, "Bet this before I even had the idea." But I'm just like, "I know, I, I know, I need him on that joint." Then I put him on there with somebody older than me and somebody who was doing it longer than me, which is Mikel. Mm-hmm. and you know, production wise, like I'm a producer too. So like I I don't I don't bang on a on a on a keyboard all fucking day. But like, you know, production wise. Shout but, out Mac too, man. Yeah, yeah. Gotta that shout nigga out Mac. He's super talented. Yeah. And so I spreaded him underneath the record. So you can hear him underneath, right? He don't really got nothing. He got like four bars. But then when Light Mode comes out, he got a whole verse. It's just like the brilliance and like giving people they just do and stuff like that. Even with Sean Hemp on the gift joint, Sean Hemp got a small verse, but on the Legend song, I didn't even rap on that joint. He got he had the whole uh song. So it's like production wise, I wanted to spread around these these uh artists that normally don't do music with artists like me. And I was like, but I'm gonna take it to them, and I'm gonna bring something to them. I got two drill beats on there. You don't really hear no drill beats around here. And then it's like you got Money Main Shane, and then you got Mayo on the drill beat. Mm -hmm. And Mayo took the took the auto tune down on that joint and just and just went in. You know what I mean? Fuck Plow. We get we get more money though. Like it's just like the way these niggas was talking, yo. Like I was like I was becoming more of a fan because this is kind of like how I want to hear them. You know what I mean? Like I told you I did a podcast with Shane
1: uh yesterday.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And shout out to uh Shane too, yo. He was real cool about it. Pulled up. And everybody was in the studio except Tay and the chick from LA. Uh Silver and Gold. She's really dope too. Uh Boom Bat Rap out mm-hmm. there in LA. Um, Hispanic chick, all of that. Really dope. And um, but everybody was in the studio except them two, so I got everybody in the vibe. It wasn't no sending records every. Oh, and Mayo because he was in he in Atlanta now. But it, it and he he hit me up on uh online. He was like, nigga, I better be on an album. The album was done. The album been done two or three times. And Quay made me hop back in the bag, and um, uh, Mayo made me hop back in the bag. But the album had been done when I played you songs a while ago. Yeah, that but, was a while ago. A while ago. But you know, it all worked out. And then I got a country song on Dark Mode uh Carl Stones, you know, met this uh white dude, Justin Baker, at uh not like it matters that he's white, but he is. And uh <laughs> I met him at uh Alley Cats and he showed me he let me hear like some of the stuff that he do but he not an artist but he's an artist. He don't got nothing out, nothing. And he was just like your trues, right? Like it was one of those moments. And then I'm sitting there and I'm listening and some normally I don't like when people do that sometimes, like especially when I'm trying to like get drinks in my system and have fun. But like I was listening, and I'm like looking at him, playing a guitar, and I'm listening, am like, and I looked at him, I said, Yo, I'm gonna put you on my album and I would not put the album out until you on it. And it took me a while to get him get him in there because he got kids and all of that. He don't really do that shit. But, you know, country country song on that shit, two drill beats, R and B joints, like you know, live instrumentation joints and the producers from the UK. You know what I mean? And he dropped the album. That's that's technically, like, that's my international album right there. Two two parts. And so I wanted to take my boys with me. You know what I mean? So it's dope. And Light Mode is my favorite one. Uh, light Mode displays, like, my full entire artistry. So it's like you can hear the harmonizing and all of that kind of stuff. And the joint with tay is crazy. You know what I mean? And you know, I don't know, man. Like it's just dope. And then that same dude that I was telling you about from the open mics, the, that stuttered, he's in the beginning of the song Elevate. And he's uh he's saying something that I wrote for him in his uh native tongue, which is Arabic, I think. So yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Just incorporating everything. So dark mode and light mode. Mm-hmm. Dang, I ain't even I didn't even know that was that was a play off of a book. Yeah. I thought it was just something you was just feeling at the moment. Nah, I just feel like that's who we are. Like you, you like that too. You might not do music, but you're like that. You're you're one of the ones that we at we at war in a certain type of aspect to get our shit off the ground and to take homies with you. When you put your homies on, that's that's a part of it. You know what I mean? That's yeah. like rallying the other archangels to fight that battle to get out of here. You know what I mean? What was a lot of niggas that hang around you doing before you got them doing some shit like that? Mm -hmm. You got to think like that. Like even Sheryl and uh, Big Josh, like, you know, I went to school with them, but, you know, they wasn't doing this kind of shit before. But it's like you grab them and take them and then they can can get something and and it's up to them to run with that shit. People
1: always ask me what I got going on with them. They think like, like, this is a network and i'm like they're Joe button mm-hmm. <laughs> and i'm like that's not what's nah. going on but i don't know bro like i'm a different type of nigga though yeah. like i don't know how to take credit for shit so i don't know what you would call that or what they podcast got to do with me yeah. or what i got going on yeah. i i produce their podcast yeah, but yeah. i don't know what inspiration they draw from me or where i come with the op- all that i can't tell it's, you
0: it's it's the opportunity yeah, people will respect you every day of your life if you give them opportunity. And there's some niggas out there that don't that won't respect it or won't get it until they old. You know what I mean? But it's niggas like that that I know because I know Shiro. We all went we all went to middle school together. We all mm-hmm. went to high school together. So it's like. You know, I would sit on this pile with them, but I don't think it'd be no room for me in here. But like <laughs> that, that was a bad joke. Yeah, yeah, that's that's them not reaching out to me. But uh, <laughs> they know how I get down though. I want most funniest yeah. in eighth grade. They know they know how I get down. <laughs> But uh yeah, like, you know, but I, I see that shit and I think it's cool. You know what I mean? I think yeah. that's what you but that's what you supposed to do. If you don't give back, that's your way of giving back. You ain't always gotta give back to charity. You know what I mean? Is you give back to your, your niggas. If you don't want no niggas just standing there like with you know, with a fucking beer in their hand, you rather have them have beers here and do what the fuck they want to do, and you get a break, and you just focus on this aspect instead of doing both and shit like that. Like, it's lovely. That's what you're supposed to do. Me and you both did it. I did it a while ago, and I still do it, but I do it free. Like, I'm more free with it instead of like... Under my label, all of that kind of bullshit. Like that's all bullshit. Like I think I can help everybody differently. You know what I mean? Like and walk differently with it, and just be like, I'm like a, I'm like a spirit. I'm like a ghost. You know what I mean? Like when you make a top five list, I'm, I'm each, each one of those spots. But you can just put me in parentheses next to each of the artist's name because when you talk about longevity, amount of projects, you talk about lyrics, you talk about anything. You know what I mean? Style of rap. Uh, you know. You know, you talk about that. That's top five mentality. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You gotta give me that one. Yeah, that's I for know. me. Yeah. Oh, my God. is <laughs> the last one.
1: Hopefully, my teeth don't fall out on
0: this one. Yeah, dog. Nah. Ooh, this would be a different pie, boy. <laughs> <laughs> man, I that twice. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. Well, yeah,
1: I don't. I don't know bro, I think I think it'll be too late to even like think about it once like I think about like oh this person I helped this person. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Cuz I don't see it as that like the relationship I built with them from the podcast was just genuine like they hit me up one day and was like, "Hey bro, like how much would you charge to do this?" And I was like, you know, I'll fuck with y'all if y'all about to do it for
0: real and I'll
1: only charge this some
0: yeah, yeah, And we just
1: been doing that shit since. Well, that,
0: that's, that's the right way, man. You you gotta do that. And then it's it, it's a win-win. Jay-Z said the best business deals when both parties get something out of involved. Yeah. People get to see your production skills and even your your skills to say yes and no to certain things. You say yes to them, that's a dope pie. You say yes to blue, that's a dope pie. So that is still you get this certain type of uh credit that is your credit and then they get whatever they say on here that's their credit you know so everybody's winning i think you will start realizing what you do for people once they turn give you they ass to kiss that's when you yeah. will realize you you will look at them and be like oh word it's like that but you know it's it's also two
1: sides to it like big king tells me all the time that um i bring too many people into my lifestyle and they and they get inspiration uh, inspiration off Definitely. of it for the wrong things.
0: I mean, yeah. You but
1: can't... see, I but I'm boring as fuck now. When I was a kid, I used to do stupid shit.
0: Yeah. But I'm kind
1: of boring now.
0: Yeah. But some that's not boring to some people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I think I mean you can't account for who somebody is. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can only take them for what you see, and it's like just do your due diligence. I had so many people stab me in my back. You know what I mean? Because I took them for where they were. And I didn't have no idea that they did, they would do this later, but it's cool. It's a part of the story. It's a part of my legacy, and I, I own that. I'm an accountability monster. So mm-hmm. it's like I own that shit. You know what I mean? It's like, okay. But they're going to have a time when they're going to have to own what they did. You know what I mean? So it's like you can't stop. You you can't just close your doors because somebody did something fucked up or wrong or they didn't take it the right way. You got to keep that shit coming and going because you might strike gold. Mm-hmm. So you know, bro, what um, what
1: made you start back shooting videos? Because you told me you wasn't fucking with the music videos, and then you shot a music video.
0: You? <laughs> you did? Oh, me? <laughs> in, in, in my mind, I Dead was ass. like, you know, the last music video I shot was uh, the "Hated the Lover" joint. Mm-hmm. I'm about to start shooting my own vi- music videos too, real soon. I believe uh, you too, and I'm gonna do a movie uh, about our angels. It's, that is, I'm working it out but um, instead of music video I'm gonna do a movie but um, I shouldn't have said that but uh, <laughs> uh, like yeah when I did Legend I was like alright I ain't gonna do it. I ain't gonna do it to him again cause I remember you the first you was like only thing I wished is that you shot a music video and I was just like shit okay Legend drop it I'm like Let me shoot one. I want to shoot one with the lyrics mean a little bit more to me. And I always want to do green screen type shit. So, you know, shout out to 420 for making that possible. But, like, yeah, I'm not really into... I told my niece the other night, I was like, man, I don't want to see myself in front of the camera and just look at myself again. Like, I've been doing that shit for so fucking long. I'm glad to hear you say that. Yeah, man. And 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 you know what's crazy? Everybody compared me to Kanye, but I just want to throw that out there. Like, I even told Nicola, right before we went to the first Kanye West listening session, I was like, I need you to hear these songs first because I had no idea Kanye was dropping an album. I know everybody going to think that, you know what I mean, like, we like doing the same thing, but in all actuality, like, even when I saw you at the studio. That was before any of the Kanye shit and all of that shit. And it's like, I've been working on this shit, but it's weird that we're on the same vibe. So you didn't see no music video from him either. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? It's like, at some point you got to just do different shit. And I'm tired of the album drop, three music videos and it's done. That shit is lame. Like That's an old, outdated template. So now I'm going to let you see something else. I'm going to shoot a 30 second video. Of me just like you know maybe walking so you can hear a song just so you can like start feeling the artist a little bit differently and not do all of this rapper shit and everybody moving the same and all of that shit like nobody want nobody want to really see that shit all the time like and it's cool for the niggas that do but it's like for the real for the real artist enthusiasts they'll really be like yo I fuck with this that Wolf of Broad Street that I did uh, I don't know if you've seen that I've seen it. So, like, that was just an, uh, a running gun idea. I was like, yo, like, I, I want to shoot some shit. And I went out in Halloween. I had the wolf mask on the whole entire time. We was laughing at first. I ain't going uh-huh. to lie No, you got to. <laughs> yeah, you got <laughs> we to. We was like, bro, look, look <laughs> at this nigga true. Who <laughs> yeah. was mad
1: at your ass? Why? Because Blue wants to do a horror movie. Um, All I'll right, take ro- you. I already wrote one, Blue. Yeah, he's mad because he said you stole his idea. I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually take you out here. He got a shit I ain't gonna do board. Yeah, and he has oh, his shit. whole
0: horror movie mapped out for it. Long, well, longest blue understand that I didn't know he had that idea. The great mind stick of light. But like when I did the wolf of broad, oh, you missed what I said. What? It's the shit I ain't gonna do board. He never oh, was gonna oh, do that shit. He's oh. just mad that you did it. You did the shit he ain't
1: gonna do. That's the inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> but he been working on this for. When did the pandemic start? What year? Uh, 20. He been working on it since then.
0: Damn. Yeah. Shit, I ain't gonna do bored. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> hey, look, the Wolf of Broad Street is a real thing. Uh, Sean Hemp gave me that name. And uh, I just took that shit and ran with it on Halloween, and I Shawn was like. Hemp, that's my nigga, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, he gave me that shit, and I was like, I like that. The Wolf of Broad Street. And so I, I wanted to shoot, like, a little joint, and I'm like. I know people got excited about it. I know it's a laugh thing because I laughed. You know what I mean? Like, when I'm, as I'm thinking of it, I'm like, yo, I'm I'm fucking stupid. But then I got to realize, like, who I was as a kid. And as a kid, you know, I did all kinds of shit like that. You know what I mean? With, with my friends. Bro, let me give a
1: quick message to Sean, too, bro. All
0: right. Bro, I want to let you know because
1: I know you're going to watch this. Whenever you see me out, I'm already extremely drunk. I only go out when I'm extremely drunk. So, don't come up to me talking about let's both buy some shots. I'm mm. already drunk as hell. Bro, yeah. one night, bro, I seen this nigga in studio. This nigga went up to the bar, brought like four shots, and was like, you buy four shots. Yeah. Bro, after I took those four shots. Yeah. You was done. I was about to throw up. Yo. I had to get in my car and leave. Yo, Sean Hemp sends And that's, me, don't
0: drink and drop. Sean Hemp <laughs> sends me over the edge every time. If he already lit, if we didn't get lit together. He sends me over the edge, so we was hanging out the other night, and me, his brother, him, and Snoop, he won a race, we did a race, we raced on Broad Street like Snoop dusted everybody. Uh, that don't count. That nigga four foot tall. <laughs> That's why. Yo, that, I'm talking about that nigga was moving. I was. We just stopped. Nigga, he looked fast as hell. That yeah. nigga looked like Mugsley Bows and shit. So, so look. So then we get into the the club. I'm feeling good. We just raced. Like I'm feeling good. Yeah. Hey man, hit the, hit this pin. I hit the pin, nigga. I'm in the scene. I'm in the back bar in the scene. Let stretched out on the couch. Security keep <laughs> tapping me like, come on man, you can't you can't do that. And I'm like. I, 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 I But I just could not get up. And then I woke up like, Yo, why the fuck was I stretched out on the couch? Then I'm like, fucking hip. I keep fucking with this nigga. Yeah, and he bro. sends me He'll over do the it fucking every time. edge, bro. Yeah. Then this nigga be having you drinking some bullshit. He yeah, some shit I never heard of. Yeah. <laughs> some fucking yeah. hard seltzers and shit. Yeah, like, man,
1: nobody drank that shit. And then man. he'll
0: sell it to you too. Like no, no, no,
1: no. yeah, no, no, yeah. no. This good. This good. Yeah, man, you nigga like be like nigga be like Casamigos. That's cool. Yeah, and shit, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> LeBron's Lobos. <laughs> oh, I'm on that lo- Lobos. That shit is good. That shit I ain't gonna lie. Is good. That yo. he sold me on. It. That shit is. That good. shit is good, bro. Yeah. I've been looking for a bottle for like forever. Uh, some new
0: drink type of shit. No, nah,
1: I'm talking. I just been looking for Lobos for
0: uh, forever. I know where it's at. Okay, where it's, is that? It's up on Deans Bridge Road by the Walmart. Uh By that one, and it's in North Augusta at the uh at the. I gotta go get it. Oh, matter of fact, I think
1: I've seen it before, mm-hmm. but it was too much. I'm a very cheap nigga when it comes to liquor.
0: Yeah, I'm a tequila gold. If I go cheap, it's tequila gold. But then when when I'm feeling lately, I've been on that Japanese whiskey, and you know that shit is good too. But yeah, you know I'm a bourbon and cigars. Smoker yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you like a a rich white man trapped in a black person's body. Yeah, a broke nigga too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you know what's crazy? Like whenever I smoke cigars when I'm out of town, like white like white girls come up to me and be like, "Oh yeah," they think I'm rich. They be like, "My daddy smokes
0: those cigars," and right. I be like, "Am I living with, like outside of my means?" It's the nah. It's the golden eggs versus the golden goose. Like the eggs is the cigar. Right, and the type of liquor you drink. The goose is you. Yeah, a lot of people see niggas' eggs and be like, "I want that," but you don't know. You gotta, you gotta be the goose to get that. You know what I mean? Like, you might see a nigga driving a dope ass fucking car and be, you know, in love the person's car, but never talk to the person on how he got the car. Oh, that's weird. You
1: said that because I was just talking about Blue, bro. Blue says that about me all the time. Mm-hmm. He always says this same exact example. He always says. If Damo had the shit you had, he would be a whole different nigga. But you have the things you have... And like you just a regular get, nigga, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, bro, like, what you want me to do? Like, Blue gets in the car and be like, bro, let the top down. Let's start on these hoes, yeah, yeah. And I was yeah. like, nah, I be trying to be low key, yeah, yeah. And he be like, nigga, this is a fucking yeah, red sports got, car, yeah.
0: Why you got the top
1: there, <laughs> nigga? Yeah, but it's like, like this is a red sports car. There's yeah. no low key in a red sports car. I'm like, yes, it is.
0: Yeah, it's uh, you know, people, people like the eggs, bro. You know what I mean? If I, you know, I was on, I was smoking a cigar one time after studio after the Legends Ball and shit, mm. and you know. The vibes be different. You know, It everything attracts different people. Like you said, the earthy niggas attract different type of chicks. A cigar going attract a different type of chick. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. the white girls that fuck with me are earthy white girls. You know what I mean? It won't be the prissy ones with the same little uh, tan boots and shit. The mid-top tan boots with the with the pants hiked up so you could see just a a two inches of their leg type of deal. It won't be them tight. It'd be the the chick with some weird shit on and she got one dread or some shit like... (laughs) (laughs) like, I like the one dread.
2: Yeah. I I don't show nobody no
0: eggs though. If you ever notice, I don't show nobody no eggs. You know my eggs is like this. that's my go Day it's like, oh shit, you know you got your shit on. You know what I mean like that's my egg. That's what I pride myself on. Whatever I got, I don't really show it off. like I got a crib now, but I don't invite everybody over. You know what I mean? That's my egg. Last time I invite somebody over, they mad that I had it. <laughs> and then you know you gotta you gotta be careful about that because I don't want nobody to get it twisted because you know a nigga struggles so hard and then when you get something people hate you for it like nah yo like you know what I mean like I I got this shit and you you will learn who needs to be around you in that moment you will, you will know once you get more eggs you'll be like oh shit I gotta protect my neck. You know what I mean? Because that's what people got their eyes on. That's why people rob cars. That's why people try to uh, go in your pockets because they want the egg. They, they don't give a fuck about you. That's why niggas get killed. You know what I mean? I, 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 that I, egg shit deep. It is a deep. I, I, I got it from a book when I, that I read at elementary school. About a a, what's it called? I think it's I forgot what it's called, but it's like the goose that laid the golden egg. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. You remember that shit? Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, And and then I I just applied that to life, like you know what I mean. Like they was trying to get golden eggs out of their regular goose, but they didn't have the goose. (laughs) Yeah, it's like you gotta have a nigga. You gotta, you gotta. If you want, if you want to do what I do, and you want something to sound superb, if you think my music sounds great, you know what I mean. Produce great and all of that shit. Call me up. You can't really go and just try to do it, you know what I mean? Not saying that you it can't work, but if you ever taste the red velvet cake, you can't be like, I'm going to make this red velvet cake at my house, and you don't even know how I made the red velvet cake. So then when you make it, you be like, damn, this shit don't taste like truth, but I mean, I'm going to eat it because I made it. And then somebody else tastes it, be like, yeah, it's pretty, it's okay. And then you'll call and be like, yo, what you put in that red velvet cake? And then that's how you get the goose, And it's just, it's like that with life in general, whoever you're doing business with, whoever you, you know, you know, around, like, you know, you got to surround yourself with geese, (laughs) you know what I mean? So y'all all all be just laying eggs together. And that's what we doing right now. I always told you, I was like, I always said, like, you got to do what you got to do. And I got to do what I got to do for it to really be real. You know what I mean? Like, and I might be a nigga that care about it in in a certain type of way, and I might look like I obsess over it, but I really don't. It's just my life at this point. But it's like, I'm going to treat Slim like how, I'm going to treat Slim in, in the way he wants to be treated in a professional way. And I'm going to treat him like, you know, like a homie. Same with the artist. Like, I'm not going to shit on you if you don't got this. I'm going to treat you like an artist. I'm going to call you by your artist name. And even if you don't got no album out. You said that's what you want to be called, I'm going to call you that because it, it matters. It's important. You not call Domo drinks Drink someone. No, I would never call a nigga a phrase. <laughs> okay, <laughs> no, making no, sure we good no, no, I, I Cause call- when you text
1: me that shit yesterday You kind of pissed me off
0: I know I did because your I'm response, was, there, What was your response?
1: You, you like, said cap No, like, you just
0: said the cap Yeah, that's it <laughs> And then I said the no cap <laughs> And I was like I'm in here with this nigga right now And I sent you a picture Look, yeah, yeah I See, I like Don Tolliver And I feel like his music Is like Don Tolliver's music But Domo just gotta get his self right If he get his self right He be It'll it come off differently, and your presentation matters. You know what I mean. Your presentation is everything. how you said that better than I ever could say that.
1: Because mm-hmm. I just be like, "Damo, you look like a crackhead." Mm-hmm. But you said you just got to get your presentation down. Yeah, you got that's better. Dog, yeah, clean
0: up. Me, and, me, and Ag, uh, my, my old business partner Aaron. Like I remember when when he was doing the management thing with me and stuff like that. But he was, like, wearing shorts all the time and had his hair, like, messy and underneath the hat. And, you know, we'd have conversation. I'd be like, yo, Aaron, like, you know, we might have to do a different thing. He started buying collar shirts, khakis, all of this kind of thing. Because the presentation matters. That's you know true. what I mean? And he the one that made me wear my brand. Yo, wear your shirt, bro. Wear your shirt, bro. Like, it was a give and take. Everything is a give and take. But it, the presentation matters. Like, when people see me, they take me the way I want them them to take me you know what I mean it's funny it, it's funny you say that because people don't know that I
1: look like this on purpose because that's what I'm doing right like when I had a corporate job I had a haircut and a shirt with a tie facts you know what I'm saying when what? I had a
0: cleaning business um I looked like somebody that clean buildings yeah 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 <laughs> you, you gotta dress the part like my nephew called me he 20 my nephew called me and was like oh, what kind of shoes you got I was like, shit, I just, what, shoes? And he was like, <laughs> I ain't going to lie. That's a little disappointing because I remember when I was younger, I'd be in your room and, and i see all these different shoes. I'd like, yo, uncle, like this. And he starts showing me different shoes like, yo, you were like this. Yo, yeah. they funky like you. And I was just like, yeah, B, I just put on shoes now.
1: you Bruh, know. <laughs> you'll be so surprised how many people in my DMs jiving on my
0: Reeboks. Shit, I got on Filas. You wouldn't even know. Yeah. And them shit's fire. <laughs> I, I like I don't give a fuck. I put shoes on my feet. I gotta walk. You know yeah. what I mean? I didn't come from that cloth where it mattered. I, I was wearing my brother's shoes. He wore size 12 and I, I was in eighth grade. And I was wearing his shoes. You know what I mean? So it's like I my, my disposition with shoes starts at a at a very early age. And then nobody will buy me shoes because they say Brandon doesn't keep his uh shoes clean. So I'm like, so, so when I get money, it's like Oh, I want this. You know, I want a shirt with my name on it. Well, you know,
1: my situation is a little different because I grew up having all the shoes. Like, my mama brought me all the shoes. And when I was old enough, I brought all the shoes. Yeah, yeah. And then now it's like I can care less about shoes. You remember Hug
0: Hug Dog, right? Yeah. Yeah, so Hug Dog was like that too. In high school, he didn't have all the gear and shit like that. But when he got to the military, nigga, this nigga got a shoe problem. That's how most niggas is, though. Yeah, but he... That was some... Early childhood shit of not having. That's some trauma. Yeah, some trauma. And, and then it turned trauma, in, bro. We used to share clothes in high school, bro. That, you know what I mean? I was giving him shit. I, I had no business giving him shit. He was giving me shit. He ain't had no business giving me because we both ain't got shit. But like. You know what else <laughs> is another trauma for niggas? What's that?
1: Growing up not getting the girls.
0: Mm. That's a deep trauma for niggas. It is. I, I think I I think I uh I think I went through that stage. I wasn't like a heart, though I was always concentrated on being an athlete and I was the funny nigga in, in class. You know, I had rules about that. Y'all though. niggas be shocking me that y'all used to play ball too. Niggas like you, niggas like Cooks. Yeah. i like, y'all niggas do not look like no fucking athletes. I mean, shit, when you got two Achilles, uh, two torn Achilles later, bro, like, you uh, ain't no, I ain't about to look like no ball player. I don't dress like one neither. I never dress like one. But oh, okay. my favorite ball player was Dwayne Wade. He low key. So, like, in my soul, he resonated with me in my soul. That nigga dressed gay. No that, no no that. that's not, that's now that's that's now <laughs> oh, you're talking I'm about talking when he about was flash. I'm talking about when he was flashed okay, so on the okay. court you know he not he not like all in your face he not like talking shit he not doing none of that shit yeah, yeah, so it's like my basketball oh, skills Oh bro can I tell you a story
1: What's up my bad I shouldn't I just I got to tell somebody this What's up Bro I'm working for 420 radio Saturday at a boxing event
0: 420 radio
1: I'm at 520. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, I I said that shit during the interview, too, and he cut me off, and I had to re it. I don't know why I
0: said that shit again. (laughs) We gonna cut this. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what happened, though, when I said (laughs) that. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. They owe me an interview, too, yo. 520, y'all owe me an interview uh, when I threw my- He's actually starting to back up. Yeah, he got to. Uh, I I need my interview because uh, when I threw a show at uh, Sky City, one of the last shows that was at Sky City, I brought a rock band, a funk band- uh 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 RB singer, me and Quad was on that shit and I was supposed to get my interview. I shot my interview and it never came out, so I, yeah, they own me yeah. He not in a bad it. way, but like I see them all the time. Yeah, they cool people, you. so oh yeah, he real cool. Yeah. Both of them. Both, both of, of them. them, yeah.
1: So um Bro, mm-hmm. I'm working for 520 radio Friday and Saturday. Friday's the way in at, at at this boxing event. And at the way in, it's these two guys. One is just barking, blah, blah, blah. the other one is just calm and humble, and he tries to shake the guy's hand, the guy slaps his hand and goes, I'm going to knock your ass out, I'm not shaking your fucking hand, and all this. We're standing outside before the weigh-in, and the same guy, the humble guy, mm-hmm. comes up to us and he goes, peace be upon you, brothers, Um, is, is there a store I can buy a trash bag at? And we're like, yeah, it's a dollar store right up Because we're paying College. We're like, it's a dollar store right through there. You cut through there, you'll see it. He was like, walking distance? We was like, yeah. He's like, okay, thank you. He takes off jogging. Hmm. This nigga jogs to the stove. Gangster. I didn't even know this nigga was a boxer. I didn't think he was homeless. The nigga had on a Nike shooting and some Harachis. I did not think he was homeless, but I did not know he was a boxer. Yeah. Because this is a professional event. Comes in at the way in Because this is
0: a professional event. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> no, nah, I had to thought <laughs> the way you said that shit was Yeah, because like... <laughs> I didn't want people to
2: think this
1: is an amateur yeah, yeah, event. Yeah, yeah, this he took off for trash event. Back, yeah. This is a professional event. Yeah. <laughs> so, the next day, I'm doing interviews. We 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 at the way in and he goes up the fight. And I whisper over the jib and I go, bro, the nigga right there was doing a lot of jawing at, um, um, at the weigh-in. And Nando goes... Them the type of niggas that get knocked out. Bro, them niggas is fighting for 30 seconds. And this nigga obviously passes out, the one doing all the jogging, and tackles this nigga through the ropes. Tackles him through the ropes. They get everything situated and calm. They go back into the ring. They start fighting. The humble nigga knocks this nigga ass out in slow motion, my nigga. I'm talking about hits him on the button and he falls in slow motion. And basically has like a seizure, bro. Damn. Yeah. And I, I I would be able to tell you his name, but he deleted all his social medias. Oh. So. Yikes. I really only said that story because. Scary. Bro, you got to be humble, bro. You, gotta you got to. You got to. And I did the interview afterwards and I was like, bro, how did you feel about, you know, having such a such a knockout victory after all the jawing at the weigh-in? He was like, I don't give a fuck. And the guy, he was like, he was like, bro, I grew up in such a rough environment, like I know people like that, and that never does nothing. Like he was like, it's all about performance, and you know. And he was just talking all that earthy nigga shit.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it goes back to that, <laughs> yeah. And I
1: was just, I was just so amazed, bro. I was like, bro, I would have been popping shit, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. I, like that nigga talked all that shit and got his ass knocked out. I would have been popping yeah. that kind of shit. Yeah. That nigga wasn't popping none of that shit. He was like, he was like. Despite all the words, he still was a great opponent, like that type of shit, bro. Yeah, that's inspirational to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That like after going through that and still like being professional, yeah, being humble, yeah. It's like, bro, you just
0: knocked this nigga out and had all of a... nigga. Me and Jip was both standing there like. So he he said peace beyond t- uh peace beyond to you. So like most likely it's like either five percent of Islam shit, right? Correct. This is the this is where I'm not a religious person, right? But I believe in uh, higher power, of God, and universe, universal laws, and shit like that. But like, this is why in a book, uh, Thick Face Black Heart, a Chinese warrior philosophy to success, they always tell you if you're gonna be successful, you need something in you like that. You know what I mean? Whether you believe in it or not, it just kind of like you just need that little. It's it's just like a buffer. You know what I mean? And when niggas don't have that, like the a lot of these young niggas, they don't believe in shit. And that's why a lot of bullshit happened to them because they don't believe in anything. You know what I mean? But it's like if I believe that I'm like I got something in me and something is like kind of controlling me but not controlling me. If I believe that, I always I, I walk a certain path. So with him like that, like he said, but he's got this peace inside of him, and for him to say that to y'all, you know, that was his way. of even telling y'all who he was, you know what I mean. He could have just asked a question. He could have, you know what I mean, anything like that. But he made sure he greeted you like that because it's a part of it. It's all a part of it. Mm-hmm. It's a part of you watching him jog. It's all a part of because he know it's all going on. You know, he know you watching him. You know, just like when a nigga get on stage to rap. From the moment they call your name to the moment you're walking up, everybody watching you. Everything you do matters. You know what I mean? One time I had a show, I had a cup of matcha, and I made sure I was like, hold on, let me take a sip of my matcha. You know, it all matters. And it's not like I brought the matcha just so I can woo people, but it's, the I really drink matcha. You know what I mean? It lets you, oh, he a different nigga. You know? Truz, when you talk, I don't think a lot of people understand you. <laughs> yeah, no. I completely don't.
1: understand you, though. Because what you're saying is exactly what I got from that. What I got from that was when he came up and asked us for directions, he yeah. knew exactly what we who we were, yep. what we were doing, yep. and he was trying to just fill us out and see what was going on and give us an opportunity yes. to get to know him. Yes. And I failed, obviously, because I told you. I'm thinking, like, who is this nigga? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know he's not homeless, nigga. Yeah, nigga yeah. got on a Nike outfit in the yeah. He's not homeless. But it's like, who is this? Yeah. Here? You know what I'm saying? That? I kind of just brush it off. Yeah. He showed me who he was. My my, my
0: older brother is like that. Like, I remember mean, when I used to stay with him when he was 22, he used to stay in Virginia and Chesapeake. And uh, he used to jog over, we stayed right on the bridge of Norfolk and Chesapeake. He used to jog over the bridge in strip shoes. Imagine, imagine what everybody is seeing when they see a nigga do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like my brother, a different cat, but it's not like he's trying to do it for you but he's not going to tuck that in. That's the humbleness that you don't need to do. Yeah. Because he could have been extra humble and just not said nothing, but he was humble enough to say something. All he did was say, watch me. Watch me tomorrow. Watch me right now. This is me. Y'all saw him, but this is me. He saw, like, was a great fighter too, bro. Yeah, yeah. Great. Yeah. You, and th- this one, I knew he was a great
1: fighter. Jit was heckling people the whole time.
0: What you mean? Like heckling with the fans?
1: The fighters. Uh, he was like, Y'all niggas suck. Dang. Keep your fucking hands up. <laughs> dang, dang. <laughs> you gonna get knocked down. Oh, he was yeah. just everybody. When that fight started, that nigga looked at me and said, Hey Slim, that nigga can fight. Oh shit. Oh, <laughs> he didn't shit. say
0: nothing the whole fight. He was yeah. like,
1: Slim, that nigga can
0: fight. Dang, yeah. <laughs> I should have went. <laughs> yeah, it was a great event, bro. I went. The first time I went to a boxing match, I seen Jim. Like this was like 2016, 17, something like that. That was the first time I ever went to a boxing match around here, and I saw him. Mm-hmm. So when I met him up, met him in the studio, I was like, "Yo, I, f- I fuck with you." I saw what you did without you knowing who I am. So, but now you about to see who I am. But I'm always had that respect for what you do. You know what I mean? That's you know, humble. Humble is a different. I, I had this argument all the time. I'm like, you know, I got a song on Legend. Fuck humble. You know what I mean? And I, I I really be on some fuck humble shit, but not in the sense of how people look at it, in the sense of when I, got, when I go home by myself, bro, I'm humble. I wrote in a rap line, like, I talk to God and I kiss my mother. That is the most humblest thing for me, to, to be able to do certain things and sit and say, what did I do wrong? What, what can I do better? And all of that shit. But when I walk out of the crib, you know, I don't have a duty to humble myself for for other people. I, that's not my duty you know what I mean that's what people want you to do so they can feel better yeah you, you know see what, what Kanye mama said about uh, about his humbleness and his attitude yeah me and my mom was about to cry on that scene cause that's how my mom talked to me
1: bruh I don't know what it is about that Kanye doc but we all relate to that shit like mm-hmm. I literally called my mom as soon as I seen that shit and my homeboy called me and was like bruh I just watched that Kanye shit and had to call my mom
0: bruh I, I, after <laughs> we finished watching when that shit went off I sat outside of my crib for like three or four hours Three or four hours because I'm just like, and and it's crazy because as much as I love Kanye, I came up with one thing after watching the first episode and I was like, my big brother is my hero because my big brother, like what I saw in the Kanye doc, I saw from him first. He got a documentary in Jersey and all of that stuff, music wise and all of that shit. I done seen him write papers for people in college. I done seen this nigga, like I said, jaw backwards on a fucking bridge, do five hundred push ups. Tell me, for every hour you play on a on a video game, you got to read an hour. My brother is the original person that puts that that put that battery in my back. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting outside like fuck, you know. I don't gotta. I don't. I don't got to subscribe to none of this shit. Like I've been on some shit that people ain't been on my whole entire life. Going to Moorish temples, walking to the Moorish temple and shit like that. Learning about black. You know what I mean? What it means to be black. And He got people coming in and out of crib, old niggas and young people and we like building and all of that shit. And I'm like, dog, that's why I'm really like this. You know what I mean? It'll confuse you because you will think that, oh, your favorite artist molded you. But really, my brother was writing in my... I had a bathroom in my room, and he used to write in my bathroom and smoke weed and cigarettes and sh- take a shit. And I used to be like, my, he in the bathroom again? I got school in the morning. But then, like, now I'm you like... sound like juice. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> so now I'm in the bathroom doing the same shit. And I'm like, I get it now. But it wasn't gay. It wasn't Jay. It wasn't pop. It wasn't none of the nigga. My brother put the battery in my back early. I just got turned on by those artists because when I first started really keying in on hip hop, this is what was going on. Fifty, yay, you know what I mean? Back in the early uh late nineties, uh you know, Timberland Magoo and all of that kind of shit and, 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 and Lauren Hill. So I just learned that shit by watching the doc. And then my mom over there, she tearing up because she see like how like I might come home. You know all the shit that people might say about me or whatever. I done been through some shit. So I come home, I'm coming home to her. So what she gonna tell me? She talked to me just like his mom talked to her. So I was like, damn, Kanye went through that whole thing. The nigga on the radio station talking shit and all of that, and and they try to little bro him and all of that shit. So I might come home with some shit like, mom, they saying this, they saying this about me, baby. And you know, she just go on her little her little run. Don't let them see you sweat all of that kind of shit and then that's what tightened me up like I, I get tightened up so it's like i'm already humble i'm the most humble nigga that you will ever see i just don't really feel like i got to do it for other people to like me you know what i mean it's like i'm centered you know what i'm getting i'm not i'm not centered like the boxer but i'm getting more there each each year i'm i'm headed to a different atmosphere you can replay all our interviews and you then you will start to realize like oh okay this nigga is changing you know what I mean? I'm getting older, you know. I
1: told I told Shane that yesterday too. I was like, I was like, bro, this podcast shit is so interesting because it's like this is like timestamps in niggas' lives. You can go back and you can look. Like yesterday, I was like, bro, the shit we was on and talking about yesterday had nothing to do with shit before. Of course, he still was dissing niggas.
0: <laughs> you talking about Shane, <laughs> yeah, of course that I edited out. Did you uh, did you ask him about Art Angel? I told uh, you you was drunk though when I told you to ask him about it. Damn, you did yeah, yeah, tell yeah, me, yeah, bro. But was I drunk, was drunk, drunk bro. Was drunk, was drunk, was drunk. Nah, we didn't we, we we
1: didn't really talk about too much music, mm. so that's probably why I didn't. But you're right, I should have asked him about
0: that shit, bro. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, man, like, bro. This life, bro. We just, we just, man. We on a, we on a whole nother wavelength. That's why I don't want to be in front of the camera neither like that, like I used to. Because I'm already stamped. Like I got, I'm, like I'm stamped until I'm 30. Like, damn. Like, you know what I mean? Like, well, I'll, do I want to keep doing that shit? Like, nah. But I, I'm behind the scenes. I'm a behind the scenes nigga. Niggas don't really know that I'm a real behind the scenes nigga. You know what I mean? Like, whether it's artists calling me up and all of that kind of shit, but I don't gotta go online and say. You know, such and such called me and all of that shit, cause I'm I'm really just here to help, bro. Like, like John the Baptist or Jesus, like you know, you just really there to just help. You know, you might die on some other shit, but like, yeah. you know, I'm I'm here to help everybody, bro. Like, inspirational truths. I kind of like that.
1: Yeah, that's kind of like bro.
0: that. I kind of like that because, bro,
1: at, at at the end of the day, you can make as much money as you want, but if you didn't inspire nobody what the fuck was the point of you being on this earth?
0: That's what I'm saying. Then when you got the money, because you ain't inspired nobody, what you going to do with it? You know, you can't even You're share You're just
1: another nigga that made some money. Nigga, you not Jeff Bezos.
0: Yeah. you not Elon Musk. Yep, You're yep. just another nigga that made some money. Yep. And, um, you know, really what this is, is this is for my kids when I have them. You know what I mean? They going to go back and they going to know the same way I felt about my brother and watching them in real time is how they going to see me. And they're going to be like, damn, my pops was on some other shit. like, mm-hmm. And it's going to make them be like, oh, shit, I can do this and I can do that. I'm laying down a foundation that's bigger than music. You know what I mean? Like, It's just it's more about the free will to do whatever the fuck you want. And my mom always told me that. I remember I came home and, and it was like this cooler. This when I was in Jersey. And it was like this cooler. And I kicked it. And it was ice. Water and ice. And I said, oh, man, that sounds like thunder. And she was like... Oh, it do sound like thunder. You can be uh, the guy behind the scenes at a play doing the sound effects, mm. and I was like, "Oh, I can." You know what I mean? And it's like she always made me feel like everything was possible, and she never held me back. And then I just passed that threshold of having kids like early, so now I'm just like, "Oh, damn!" Like I put on I put on a book. I was like, "I think y'all like me more if I had kids." Sorry, I seen that. I hated that you put that. Why? Too.
1: Why? Because, bro, it's some things that, like, people
0: post that's like a look at me. Do you know why I posted that? I don't. Because I feel like like when I do the first Friday events, you I get, like, four likes on a flyer and the whole place packed out. Some nigga don't do nothing and they get, like, 200 likes, right? Now, I don't care about the likes, but I just think it's funny, right? But if I popped up with a kid <laughs> and I be with my kid, everybody be all on me. But it but you, won't be for me. But you me. know,
1: it's a whole psychology behind that. Though.
0: It is a psychology. That's why that 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 post was psychology. And look how many comments was under there. But when I share my album, how many comments is under there? That's true. But you know, like, <laughs> we can't really do things and worry about that type of oh, shit. Oh, but I'm not worried. It's okay. just more like the joke's on you. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Like, the show's still packed out. You don't got to like shit. You know what I mean? Like, my stream's going up. Y'all ain't got to share shit. It's kind of, it's just on that level, and it was me playing. That's why I said sorry. I was just like, sorry, I can't do it. You know what I mean? Sorry, I can't. I can't do what all my peer group has done already. You know what I mean? I'm just me. I'm in a whole other stratosphere. You know what I mean? Same with you. You know what I mean? Just in a whole other stratosphere where you don't got what other people got to deal with or responsibility, and the only responsibility is everything that you see in this room. That's why people can't do it. You know what I mean, but and and people wonder why I, I keep doing it is because, bro. I mean, it's just me and this bitch. You know what I mean. I say in the song, "It's me and this bitch plus one." That's me too.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean. I gotta get on Cook's joint and drop a freestyle one day, bro. Uh we we can do that when we leave here. Damn. Nah, I've been drinking. That's a good. That's a good idea. I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm. A ponder that. I like that. Are you. Are you a motherfucker. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's where you that was shit. going. No, but I can be. Uh,
1: okay. <laughs> 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 I wasn't going there, but I can be, bro. We could call him now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Call him now. Even if I don't freestyle, bro. Like I think it'd be a nice, like train to like just go from here to there. You know what I mean? We could do that part together if you want. You. Yeah. If You sit on the couch. You sat on the couch yet? uh with cooks yeah like twice all right would you sit on there with me yeah all right cool I fuck. I fuck with cooks all the time yeah word this nigga gonna be job my fro my fro is
1: wild as hell i ain't gonna lie. cook I, I like my shit like this though what up, fool? this nigga always out in his whole fits is you working nigga i'm on, I'm on the clock fool oh okay yeah studio yeah he at studio that's studio.
0: What's today? What up? What up? Looking like the black
2: goddamn Raiden.
1: (laughs) 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 Bro, we doing a pod. We were trying to pull up on you when we got done, but you at work and shit. Why you at work so early? It's only seven o'clock. Nigga, we my schedule started six thirty. Oh damn, that's crazy. Asked him how many people there. He said how many people there. Um, not including people that are on the payroll. Correct. (laughs) Two, three. Uh, <laughs> all right, we we're gonna pull up on you when we leave. Yeah. Yeah, we got some. We, we gonna be having some food. Don't tell everybody. Oh shit! <laughs> all right, we about to pull up on you. All right, bet. Yeah. See, that's how you do it. That's my dog. That's my nigga there too, and it's yeah. crazy. You talking about behind the scenes shit when he first started talking about podcasting. This nigga called me every day, yeah, asking about podcasting.
0: Yeah, when he first had the idea, he say, "Yo, I'm about to do a podcast." This was like a year before he was like, I'm going to get you on that joint. I said, "Bro, just let me know." Yeah. That's why I said I'm the first nigga that people think of, the last person that people speak of. You yeah. know what I mean? Not saying that he one of those niggas, you know what I mean? Obviously yeah. it's all love, but that's what I mean. Like, you know, I don't know how many artists he reached out to to say I'm about to do a podcast a year prior to doing a actual podcast. That's why I fuck with Cooks too. And he threw that, he threw a party for the Zone video. If you ever see that joint, and that that it was it was lovely, you know what I mean. When he s- used to stay downtown and yeah. shit, everybody was there, bro. Spilly just got out of jail, all of that shit. Like that shit was popping, yo. And I appreciate him uh, like a motherfucker for that shit, you know what I mean. So I, I I fuck with all y'all niggas, dog. I fuck with. I know I ain't out. I I know I don't be like yo yo. I'm gonna come through. That's because you stay all the way in Atlanta. Chill out, this ain't Atlanta. (laughs) Niggas niggas in their Columbia County jokes be crazy,
1: nigga. It's crazy, too, because I live in Columbia County, and I drive downtown, and I just be like, you know, whatever. But y'all niggas be like, damn, nigga, I feel like I just drove to Atlanta. (laughs)
0: Like, what? what? It's because, like, being downtown, it's like, I can't even get on the freeway to go straight here. Mm-hmm. I gotta like, doom, 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 yeah, doom, doom, you gotta do doom. some shit. It's the birds. yeah. But that's you why know I'm a burb, nigga. It's yeah. the birds. I, 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 I fuck with that. <laughs> I, I started out recording up here, bro. Uh, 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 what's that joint behind um, on Washington Road, National Hills? Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. it was uh, Julian uh, uh, JD had the uh, studio right down the street.
1: Bro, a kid, a kid came up to me one day at Culture Fest and told me, "Damn, I wish I knew his fucking name." He performed too. But he came and told me, he was like, bro, I love your podcast because you make it sound cool to be a burb nigga. <laughs> and I was
0: like, bro, it ain't about like cool or none of that shit. It really don't fucking matter. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. No, no. You know why? You know why? I'm not, I'm not going to put words in his mouth, but you know why he really said that? Why? Cause a lot of these rappers these days, these young niggas are burb niggas that's trying to be hard. So when they he tells you that, it's like, oh, I don't have to be like this in order to get something. Something mm-hmm. like all of these new artists, man. Like how they how else they got that equipment in their crib at fifteen, sixteen years old before they pop. Your parents, off, bro. Them. Come on, dog. Come on, dog. <laughs> and it's like you got other niggas that be like. We out of the game. The niggas that really had to struggle to get the shit. We out of the game. It's the niggas that ask their mom for every any and everything that get it. And then they get it and then they blow up because they got the time and they don't got to get the job and all of this kind of shit. So the road, I'm on the road, let's travel. You know what I mean? A lot of these niggas is on the same road. So a, that's cool that you aspire a nigga to not feel like he has to put on in a, because he's from somewhere. You know what I mean? That's why I respect you too. You know, what but same bro, thing. Like,
1: I take shit like that for granted because I can only be one type of nigga. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's when somebody like somebody like Blue, who just walked in here, Blue Ardamo, be like, "Shit, niggas think you lame." Yeah. And I'll be like, "Nigga, I don't care. I probably am lame. Yeah, I don't yeah. give a fuck because." Niggas think somebody that go to work every day and take care of their family is lame. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's I don't true. give a fuck about shit like that. Yep. That shit means nothing.
0: Slow money better than no money, too, yeah. first of all. And I love what the fuck I do. Yeah. So what? Let's be lame. Let's be lame in what we love to do.
1: Exactly, bro. That's why I tell that's why the six the six figure job shit, it's like it's all about what you want. (laughs) It's good. It's the end of the pie anyway, (laughs) man. This
0: was another great pie too. I ain't gonna lie, bro. I don't think this one
1: was as long as the other ones but this one had way more substance to
0: it. I then the last one for sure. I know that 2020 joint that we did uh when I had the the blue glove and shit like that. Oh yeah. <laughs> I like the one with her dog though. That's what I'm talking about. That's yeah, what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. yeah, that joint was fire, yo. Yeah. That joint was fire. It it felt good to do it with my with my best friend too, so you know, that job was fire. But this this means a lot to me, too, because I think I'm in a new space in life. You know what I mean? And I just dropped a fire double album, and my rollout was like four or five months on a low-low. You know yeah. what I mean? And not a lot of niggas could pull that Let shit Let me out. also give you one more flower, too. Um,
1: Thank you for introducing us to the Lucky Joes. Word. I fuck with them kids. Yeah. I fuck with them kids. Tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually, bro, I kid you not, bro. I think I fuck with them so tough and I'm not trying to sit here and act like I'm a nigga that people like pay super attention to mm. but I think I fuck with them so tough me and Maine was sitting in the studio and I was like I might start shooting music videos bro and he was like that's just the sh- first people that's he was the- like he was like just shoot a free one and, and just promo that shit and just get bookings off of that bro. and I was like I was like yeah I might shoot one with Damo he said you don't want to do that yeah. shit he said shoot one with them kids shoot, shoot a couple of them with them you can be the reason. Bro, I hit them up and I said, Bro, because they had brought a hoodie from me. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, yeah, bro. Yeah, and they
0: supporters too. They yeah. Supporters. Y'all got to come get y'all uh, Legends Ball shirts too. I can't fit no small, so I ain't even going to fuck around wear it. Nah, they be buying mediums from me. Well, this probably like a a year ago, so they probably a little smaller. (laughs) Nah, 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 no. But that's
1: like the baby trues too.
0: Well, yeah, like bro, like I seen this nigga. when The baby one. What's the baby
1: one name? uh, Joe. Yeah, Joe. Yeah,
0: Joe. No, Joe. Know know everything I be on. Yo, he's he's
1: he's 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 like the baby trues. Yeah, yeah. I fuck with that. That nigga be online talking about his skin glowing and shit. Uh, I said, this some
0: trues type. This some
1: earthy niggas shit. Yeah. I said, I know this young nigga getting some earthy pussy. I I
0: can't. I can't wait till that nigga, you know, get out of that country, like, and start coming down, like, coming down to the city, man. I think that's the only thing that they really missing. They missing that community love. They're not seeing enough, you know what I mean? So I can't wait for that. But they know every show I got, whether they can do it or not, I'm always hitting them up, like, yo, you know what I mean? Because I always want them to know that they got a place with me, you know what I mean? Their music is different, too. It is mad different. It's mad different. It reminds me of just being completely free. You know what I mean? Free from what niggas would say and all of that shit. But their disposition in the city, uh, uh, location-wise, is the reason why their music sounds so different. They don't got to be influenced by me or you too, too heavy. They can see us online, but mm-hmm. they don't got to be around certain niggas and all of that kind of shit. They, like, ducked off on some Kanye Wyoming shit. You know yeah. what I mean? So that that's very, very important. I'm kind of jealous them. of
1: young niggas like that, though. Because I wasn't that mature. At that age, I was so
0: I understand it. See, I wasn't, bro. Like, yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I was on some bullshit when I was that I, age. I was more scared at that age, but I did everything that I was still scared of. Like when I was at Josie, you know, people used to tease me for liking Fifty Cent. You know what I mean? And when I started printing on my CDs, I was nervous to give them out because they already was like, you know, shitting on like kind of like my style or whatever. But the reception was great. Printing on my own CDs, putting the cover, putting the joint on the, uh, the 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 sticky joint on the plastic, and it had the covers and stuff like that. And I passed them joints out. I'm like them. Like, that was when I was 13. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's like when I see them, see, bro. I ain't I ain't I ain't had that, bro. I was one of them type people
1: that I could I could fuck a 40 year old woman, yeah, but I couldn't talk to a 40 year old man.
0: I, I mean, I understand that. I don't I don't really fuck with niggas, though. Like, I I, I like I like to be surrounded by women because women give you a different perspective See, out of life. It ain't even that. Like, what I mean about that is it's what I
1: found important in life. <laughs>
0: what what, what, all right, now you what I found important these, in life really was just getting
1: high, getting oh. some money, having sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it wasn't about, like, you know, you could have a conversation with somebody and it could lead towards some business. Yeah, I wasn't really on no business. Shit. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. just like, bro, I just want to get some ass, make a couple dollars doing some dumb shit. Yeah. And that's it. But like somebody like the Lucky Joes, could sit here and have a two hour conversation with me and I'm a grown ass man mm-hmm. not saying they not grown ass men they grown ass men too yeah. but you growing, know they just a little growing, younger growing ass men yeah yeah yeah, yeah. growing <laughs> ass men that sounds, <laughs> that sounds way better yeah. than what I originally was gonna
0: say cause <laughs> yeah. they not kids yeah yeah they are not kids and they are not grown men but they are growing ass men yeah yeah. yeah yeah see that sounds better yeah. but they could have a conversation
1: with me when I was their age I couldn't have a conversation with me that's
0: real, that's real. I would talk
1: about some dumb shit that's
0: real I feel like the South helped me out with that. Yeah,
1: because we're friendly as down there. Yeah, when I came, down, down, yeah, when I
0: came down here, church, all of that kind of shit, like I had to talk to old. And my brother is 44, you know what I mean? Like, and my other brother 37. So it's like, I, and my mom's 62. So it's like, I was always the baby in every situation. Then when I became older, then I had younger niggas around me, and then I understood the responsibility and all of that kind of shit. That's why I know exactly what to do with them. You know what I mean? Like when I when I when I had those ideas and shit like that, like that is why that nigga called himself the baby. Who the baby? That's why he called himself the baby for real. Yeah, he the baby. I was about to change. He my- He got like six or seven brothers. Oh, he and the... he the youngest. Oh yeah yeah that makes sense. I was about to uh, I was about to change my name to Truzy Baby until Little Baby and the Baby came out. I was just going. I was just going to uh, start releasing albums as Truzy Baby, but that shit dead now. There's too many babies out yeah, here. Yeah, w- what about Lil Wayne? You ain't you you ain't want to not do it because of Lil Wayne? What like Lil the Lil aspect? Nah, Lil Wayne, uh, Wheezy Up Baby. Oh nah, Wayne got it from Jay, Hovey Baby. Yeah. So I heard. Nah, he called yeah, himself Baby because of Birdman. Yeah, but. Jay Z was calling himself Hovey Baby, so when you hear Wheezy Baby, it's different. He he said Birdman Junior, you know all of that kind of stuff. But Jay Z is on record as Hovey Baby, and now you know after when he retired, bro. Weezy, how you baby. feel about all this Hov slander that's been going on lately? Who slander
1: Hove, nigga? You don't remember the whole stint everybody had when Hove was like, can't nobody do a verses with him, and everybody was just going in on Hove.
0: I don't trust no, bro. I don't trust this city. Quiet some bullshit too. Keep going. I, I don't <laughs> trust this city when it comes to rap takes. I don't see niggas shit on niggas for so long, and just be, that's why I said Augusta been in the metaverse because it's like Eminem a drop an album, and then y'all want to go listen to Eminem's album now and call it trash. But none of y'all niggas was talking about Eminem seven eight nine years ago. Nobody, and it's like it's just cool to have an opinion so hard that. Of course you a shit on Jay for saying that. But like it's the same it's it's my same disposition with the city. Like you know what I mean? Like my body of work speaks for itself. Lyrics, I got mixtapes. You know what I mean? All of this kind of stuff. And then like but niggas will say somebody else is is doper and they don't have nothing. Correct. So it's like so what we talking about but that's like that metaverse shit it's like its likes, its comments. And all of that shit. But when I if I, when I have a kid, I bet you I'll be the best rapper. Then nah, nah I'm just playing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: in closing for the
1: podcast too, yeah. it's funny that you just said that because you got a baby on the way. Nah, fuck no. All right, fuck no. No babies for Slim, and Slim is never getting married. Damn. I'm not going to say I'm never having kids, but yeah. I'm never getting married. That makes. But, sense. But uh, a nigga come out with a list and say these are the top rappers. You yeah. Know? And eighty percent of the niggas on that list got fake followers, right? Yeah, and, 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 and they'll base the list off of following and views. Yeah, and them
0: niggas got fake followers and fake views. I, I was telling John Powell who on gifts on the uh, light mode, and he was like, he was in his phone trying to figure out how a nigga had all these views. I said, let me get your phone, and I went. And I said... Click on the comments on the video. Click on the comments. On the views. I done seen niggas, and I ain't going to say their names, but I I know niggas in the city that got 200 likes on a picture with zero comments, and I've never seen that day in my life. I don't even know how that shit is possible. I don't know how 200 people can like your shit and nobody says dope. At least. Let (laughs) me give you a
1: better um, indicator.
0: Okay. I've seen niggas with 10,000 views on a video. Yeah.
1: And 90% of the people commenting have no less than 50,000 followers. Those mm. are bots, my friend. Mm. Not only are they bots, it's th- this is what people do on Fiverr, because I'm the Fiverr fucking king. When you buy views, our followers, which I never do, somebody... uh Said I said, said I got fake subs on YouTube. I ain't gonna lie. If you do if you do a podcast for three years and you never miss a Tuesday, you should at least have five hundred yeah. s- subscribers. But this is what they do. They take all the people that have that have paid them to get their following or their views and they put it in a system and they all they do is push the button. Yeah. And what the button does is go view it and go comment the fire emojis with the rockets. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> hey, you, you, That's how
0: that works. You know, also, here's a little tidbit. This is going back to our, our our beginning conversation with this shit about the industry and shit like that. When y'all see y'all favorite artist drop a song and then that shit at 50 million views the next day, but you don't see that nigga and all of that kind of stuff, y'all must understand that the labels got meme generators. They got people who make memes for them when they songs come out The and, baby and they got niggas, what the label do because it's all digital now they'll buy your first couple of million uh uh views, and then naturally you're gonna think it's hot
1: because go go to the baby page a lot of them videos is ass, not the video the videos are great he does not have not one bad video. the songs are ass mm-hmm. but that's what the label is doing. Yeah. He got some hot songs now. Yeah, don't get yeah, me wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But some of them shits is ass. Yeah. So y'all can either play or the game. But he g- got a machine behind him. Y'all can either play the game, be the game, create the game. That's a good way to end. Word. <laughs> Inspirational truths, people. Yes. I'm truths and I'm signing off. What's up with the hat? <laughs> <laughs> What's up with the hat, bro? Nah, I had this, uh, my brother had this when he was a teenager, and I just kept up with it. And, like, it's like my warrior slash farmer hat, because I'm- a No, kid. that's the nigga from um, Jumanji, with the shotgun. I'm a warrior slash, I'm in the jungle. Like, this is Jumanji. <laughs> this is a- That's g- the
1: nigga from, you, nigga, you don't remember the dad from Jumanji? He played the dad, and he played the nigga who was the hunter. Yeah.
0: Oh, shit. Did he play both?
1: He played both. I just told somebody this on the airplane. I was on the airplane. They was watching Jumanji. I was like, that nigga played both. Bro, you just blew my fucking mind, dog.
0: I knew that shit when I was a kid. <sighs> that nigga played both. Oh. I gotta, I gotta check it out differently. But this is my warrior pharma hat. I'm a producer and I'm a warrior. And it's dark mode. And I'm, i got the dark mode hoodie. So now it's an outfit. Just like when I wear my uh GOAT, orange goat. Uh, sweatshirt Mm -hmm. and my shoes and my sweatpants that's my flight outfit that's why I uh, skydived in so it's like you know I I got like themes and shit like that like you know that's how I dress now I dress in themes yeah (laughs) inspirational truths for real this time we
1: about to go check out Cook see what the fuck he talking about and that's all we got for the day we out dog